Hello, adventurers. My name is Maximus, and I will not be your dungeon master for the evening. I'd like to welcome you all to a very special one-shot for caches and cantrips entitled The Maw of Many Worlds. And you can see some friendly new faces here. Um, this will be our first in a series of one-shots that we'll be doing in between Campaign 1 and Campaign 2. So if you haven't watched Campaign 1, that's okay. All the VODs are out there on YouTube, and you can watch them um, all you want. There's a nice little catch-up video as well uh, that Bun did that will get you caught up to, I would say, probably 80% of the whole campaign. <laughs> but it's great, and it's funny, and you should check it out. Um, but what I will say is I'm very excited for you all to be here in the special one-shot with some guest players and some guest DMs. If you're unfamiliar with the channel, all we do here is D&D all the time. Um, you can check out our website, cachesandcantrips.com, where you can go see our Instagram, our Twitter, our merch, where you can get lovely things like this fantastic Sweet Justice mug from the Campaign One uh, group, as well as check out our Patreon, where if you uh, are a member, you'll get early access to our podcasts, and there's even a tier where you can help me create an NPC in the upcoming campaign. So if you want to throw your creative ideas at me, you can definitely do that. But without further ado, I would like to introduce these fantastic guests on stream. Uh, and I'm going to start with Jesse. Please introduce yourself, sir. Greetings, streamers. My name is Jesse Heinig. I'm here as the guest DM for tonight, and I'm going to be raking our adventurers over the coals in a short little dungeon jaunt of things gone horribly awry. Um, I'm a longtime gamer and uh, game designer. And I am here to hope that everybody has a good time getting their characters beaten up. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Jesse. And we will move on over to Nina. Hello, that's me. My name's Nina or Carrie. Most of you in the chat probably know me as Kid Kerrigan, especially the first time that I uh, linked up with Max to do some role play many moons past. Um, I am a voice actor now as well as a streamer. I mostly play MMOs and stuff, but um, a couple of years ago I started playing D&D and now I can't get enough and I recently just bought five new sets of dice <laughs> that I need to roll and hopefully give me better luck than I usually get with my digital dice because things always – that's kind of one of my shticks, I suppose, is that I'm insanely lucky until I need it. And then chaos ensues. <laughs> yeah, never trust digital dice. Yeah. Um, up next, Kumo, please introduce yourself to the stream. Hello, I'm Kumo. Uh, Kumo Kuromuro. Um, I'm a. I'm also a voice actor. I'm also a, a VTuber. Um, and I am a, a Twitch streamer. I've never played uh, D and D on stream, as far as my 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 channel so this is i play a lot of dnd but i'm excited this is gonna be fun <laughs> yeah it's gonna be great it's gonna be fantastic uh and then you know what moves why don't you introduce yourself you've been here but you know what you should have some time to shine bud oh hey thanks max i'm moves like jagger i live here in this channel i'm also from the ggn crew uh one of four glorious dudes we all run the channel together on ggn crew i'm also uh the community manager at obsidian entertainment for all, all your beautiful, lovely RPGs. Thank you, sir. And if you like a D and D podcast and talking about things you like and don't like and, and such with the fifth edition, um, moves and I have our podcast on Mondays on the tome of knowledge. So definitely check that out. Um, but 
I will say thank you all uh, for introducing yourselves. All of their links in chat, go check them out, please. They're nice enough to come play D&D with us tonight. Um, but I would say, aside from this, um, let's get to rolling some dice. And I'm going to put some moody music on, and I'm going to pass it on over to Jesse, our resident dungeon master for the evening. Oh, I love some mood music. <laughs> All right. Well, how to start this horrific tale. Three days ago, you had been going about your business, and then you were swept up by the city's authorities for a variety of supposed infractions, real or imagined, rustled off with nary a farewell on a very simple set of excuses and an offer. Use your special skills to solve a particular problem that the city is facing and earn yourself a pardon, or perhaps you'll die trying. Scouts had reported the appearance of a strange aperture in the mountains east of the city several days away, and uh, a group of unknown individuals had staged a series of kidnappings across the city, stealing away people to this odd place that seemingly appeared out of nowhere only a short time before. Your mission, and you have no choice but to accept it, is to find the people who were kidnapped and bring them back to the city if possible, deal with the kidnappers and discover why they engaged in this business, how they brought this edifice into this place, and what the heck is going on. But all four of you who have perhaps known each other or perhaps not previously are now thrown together in an unlikely alliance where your freedom and your life depends on plumbing the depths of this unknown dungeon and hopefully returning home with some information and perhaps some people who had been stolen away. All of you were subject to the sinister attentions of Magistrate Malvoisan, who had explained to you in no uncertain terms that, innocent or not, your fate was in his hands now, and this was going to be the job that you finished. When the runecasters from his department of justice, shall we say, uh, had finished inscribing runes on the back of your neck that would cause a, uh, a powerful spell to inflict horrible pain and possibly even death on you if you failed in your charge, you knew that he meant business, and he also meant that you were expendable. You have a moment while you're standing on the, the edge of a, a mountainside where there's a, a large opening. It's made of some sort of worked slate gray stone, and it's highly stylized. The entire thing is reminiscent of a large screaming face or angry skull with the mouth, of course, forming the maw that enters this place. Uh, it seems that someone had a very... Um, sword and sorcery sort of aesthetic going on when they constructed this but the stone itself is not local to these mountains the color is not the same the texture is not the same if someone constructed this it must have been through powerful magic as the place doesn't seem to fit the environment into which it has been placed and yet you have little choice but to go in and see what you can find in this strange locale this gives you a moment to reflect upon how you got here in the first place. 
We'll start with Woldrick. Why don't you tell us how you were arrested and dragooned by Magistrate Malboison? Well, the name's Waldrick the Clanless, as an account of I don't have any a clan, but I have a clan who's not part of the clan anymore, I was kicked out of the clan, long story. Um, but unfortunately for me and my business ventures, someone decided to talk about my under-the-table crafting that I may or may not do for the black market criminal organizations, and then these sort of runecasters came marching up into my business, took me in shackles, and then now I'm here. So I don't know who was the one who talked, but I'm gonna be very angry if I found out if it's one of you, you understand? <laughs> <laughs> so it seems that we've got a, an individual who may or may not be involved in some shady black market dealings for which he has been carted off to a, a fate that is probably far worse than what he deserves. And to get um, the picture in your over. mind, Waldrick uh, is a dwarf man with bald head and salt and pepper, uh, black and gray beard, wearing full plate armor and a nice war hammer that doubles as his uh, hammer he uses for forging. He is a cleric of the forge. Oh. Who does uh, Waldrick glance over to next so that we can hear their sad story? He's had some dealings with Goobgob before and wonders in the back of his mind if he was the one who talked or not. Uh, as Woodrick glances over to Goobgob, you see a, a, a very a small goblin, smaller than average, with, uh, with one ear kind of like hacked off, but just dangling on uh, these bright yellow eyes that if you stare at him too long, you kind of feel uneasy. Oh, we got we got have a fucking problem, Aldrich. You're looking at me. I ain't do it. Listen, all I know is I was smuggling some stuff. All right, and uh, let's just say I'm, I'm not gonna talk about what I smuggled. The less you know, the better. But that's what they put me in here for. And uh, yeah, not me. Definitely not me. We work together, and uh, and that's just bad business, if you, if you ask me. This is definitely a bit of a reversal for Goobgob, who's used to the, the notion being that when you cross the law, they throw you in the dungeon and then you have to break out. But now <laughs> they've taken you to the dungeon and are telling you to break in. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Goobgob, who does your wandering eye see? Uh, Goobgob glances at this weird gelatinous being. <laughs> I'm not really sure what it is. <laughs> so, so I uh I have on like this tiara, uh, and I actually right now I look like just a, a tan human girl with like a high like blonde ponytail. But every time she like moves her tiara, her whole body like shivers. It sort of like jiggles like it's an illusion or something. Um and she's staring into this open maw um and going um, so, like, are they expecting us to go go into that one? That, that, the dark, scary one? We, this isn't, like, guys? <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I haven't really been outside of my dad, Dr. Dave Knievers, uh, like, laboratory before. Um, is, is this, like, a normal, normal? Stroll or, uh, I believe that thing fucking talks. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this party is all accents all the time. 
Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, what did they pick you up for? Or at least what did they claim they picked you up for? Oh, she, uh, so I, uh, I like, I, I've never been outside of, of my, my dad's laboratory, like I said. So I, I've been sort of eating stuff that I find when I go into people's houses. And um, I have no sense of personal space. I've been following a few guards a little too closely, just asking for directions. <laughs> it's all right. Just keep within arm's length, all right? And he has his short, stumpy arm that's a couple feet. <laughs> And that brings us at last to the errant tiefling. Uh, Lev. Lev, she is a very tall, brooding, standoffish, prickly tiefling. She tries to keep to herself for her own reasons. But as always, her connection to the black market gets her in trouble again, even though she tries every day to stay away to go about her own business, she always gets wrapped up in some other nonsense with a group of absolute fools. <laughs> I resent that remark. <laughs> oh, me too. That's not very nice. Yes, well. Um, and, uh, Lev has her own reasons for why she doesn't talk about her background very often. However, she she uh, has had some connections to the uh, group of black market individuals called the Dark World, who do a bunch of very awful trading in the black market and she's not quite sure if that's perhaps where she got in trouble because Waldrick has been messing about and things he shouldn't have well, I think we found your snitch uh, Waldrick um, you perhaps guys like what do you bit careless. What, what do you guys do for work um <laughs> oh my shit I don't work I travel Oh, uh, okay. I, uh, I acquire things and uh, get them to people. Uh, without a, oh, all right, that seems that seems totally, totally. Uh, I didn't know that was a job. It's not really a job, love. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, here's the thing: if we're going to be going into that thing, we need to be prepared. Is everyone ready to be? I don't know. Are things eaten? Do you know any combat skills? Oh, I suppose if one has to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I know how to do a few things that, that my 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 dad taught me. And what's that? Um, like like acid spray and stuff. Oh, you get your group all over people and they melt. All right, listen, I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking very kindly to being called, I, yeah, my gloop. <laughs> oh, literally your die, name. But you know what? That's fine. All right, first things first. And uh, Waldrick is going to cast aid on all three of his companions. 
So they okay. all can have an extra five hit points above their maximum. <gasps> Hooray for bonus all hit right. points. It's probably a wise move. Well, Goob Gobi is uh, good at sneaking, stabbing things, and stealing things. Lev oh, just uh, some, uh... slowly wanders over to Mr. Goob Gob and touches his ear, and it somehow repairs itself. And she walks back away to the back of the group and says, Is that good enough? Uh, uh... What's that? What is happening? Boy, do I, I don't have to pay you, do I? <laughs> no, no, I'm just trying to prove my worth again. Well, just... you like do the thing where you like take take the person's nose and like like wiggle it between your fingers? Please don't. No, that would be nose. the opposite of mending. But uh, oh. I suppose I could light it on fire um rather not please thank you <laughs> if you prefer <laughs> unless you want to lose a few fingers there <laughs> now some of you have dark vision because really there is no 5e party that doesn't have dark vision and uh, you can tell gazing into this gaping maw that there's a chamber beyond it with some slanted walls uh, and a smooth floor that seems to be made of the same sort of gray stone flagstones um, it's uh, all very carefully fitted together. Wuldric you don't think that it's dwarf work but it is of very high quality there's something about it like there's a pattern built into it that just nags at the edge of your mind and you can't quite figure out why it's bugging you something about it is definitely bugging you um you can tell of course Waldrick, from your your knowledge of stonework and craftsmanship that uh, it's the sort of flagstone that boots will resound noisily on if you move without caution um but it's also dark within and uh, if you don't bring in a light source it's quite possible that you could move around unseen if you're quiet All right. Um, first things first. Can you all see in the dark? Can you all see in the dark? I think we all can see. I know you can, Goob Gob. I know I can. Yes, I can. I can, like, totally see in the dark. All right. I've got some good <laughs> news and I've got some bad news. All right. This stone, well, it's really loud unless you're careful. The bad news is I'm not very careful, so I'm going to be loud. Oh, no. Right, so I'm just going to be in the back. Whoever uh, comes out, hits you first, and then uh, I'll, I'll jump in when, when needed. After you, Waldrick. All right. Um, no torches, no light. Sneaky. I want to make out the sound of right. live. Right? Uh, uh, do, do you want to see if... Oh, okay. What? If you've got ideas, I'm all ears. I'm just going to throw... <laughs> I'm just going to, like put a, a dagger like very gently bend down <laughs> towards the entrance of the of the the, mm -hmm. the maw and put a dagger on the stone and i'm just gonna kick it in there like so that it slides in there okay it slides in with a slight clattering sound that echoes somewhat alarmingly as you push 
the you're in with your foot, there's a sort of a dank breeze that comes out of the maw, almost like it's exhaling on you. And it has a, a smell that's a combination of the petrichor of moist soil and some of the dryness of a crypt full of old bones. Oh, this is just like my dad's place. All right, yeah, it looks good. And I give them a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kind of smells like garbage stew. Can't make me hungry. <laughs> All right, um, well, let's get the show on the road. And you can see he pulls his shield off and has his shield and then uses his sort of smithing hammer and goes, oh, here goes nothing. And he's going to try to sneak forward into the next room with All right. disadvantage well, in his heavy armor. <laughs> let's activate the map and get me a yep. stealth roll. Boobgob's going to hide behind. <laughs> um, Fantastic. Nine. Uh, Lev. Okay. We're so off he's to going a, to a move forward. Um, his 25 feet. Clunk, 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 oh. Hitting each of the flagstones as he stands in the middle of the room and sees... Um, well, nothing in there yet. Right. You can see that there's a, a door off to your right as you're coming in. Your footsteps echo alarmingly on the flagstones. Um, and as you get in and then sort of pause for a moment to take in your surroundings, you hear a, a low sound from that breeze that pushed out a sort of <sighs> noise. Pauses doesn't see anything and then turns and see that no one else has entered and he kind of gives them a, a what the fuck look. You're being kind Lef's of loud, just, sorry. Lev's just standing Hello. in the back reading her book of poetry, <laughs> waiting for someone to to request her assistance with anything because she does not want to be there. You see <laughs> Goob Gob's head peek out from behind of Lev. Are we good? As good as I think we're going to be. We got no choice. <laughs> all right. Uh, right. Kind of Google just reluctantly goes inside. Now, what's the point of snaking if you're going to make so much goddamn noise? Well, hell am I? You go first and I can just stay in the back then, Mr. Sneaky Pants. All right, let me, let me <laughs> check the door for traps because, you know, this place is probably riddled with traps. All right, so Goobgob gets into where he can have a face-to-face -face argument with Woldrick. Um, and Goobgob, I note you have a, a passive perception of 17 and a passive investigation of 19. So with those, you quickly case the room with your experienced roguish senses. And you recognize that in front of that door that's to the north uh, above you, uh, there's a pool of stunned liquid on the floor. It occupies one of the flagstones, it's roughly circular. Um, since you're using dark vision, you can't tell what color or consistency it is, just that it's a liquid. It has slightly different reflective properties than the flagstone beneath it, and it's uh, opaque. Um, you also notice that the stonework to the left of that door, there's a pattern to it, and you realize that there's a pair of seams along it. Uh, that are consistent with being able to move or rotate or slide the wall in some way. Uh, so there's like a, a mechanism? There, You think that one of these walls is actually a secret door. I'm going to go oh, recover my oh. dagger. 
<laughs> so we okay. got a secret door here and some kind of liquid on the other door. Well, I'm not too sure here because do you think the secret door is the best bet or do you think the regular door with the with the, the goop on it is? I don't know. What do you all think? Does it smell like oil or is maybe perhaps it's blood? I don't know. I kind of trust the goop. Um, you'll need to get closer to get a good sniff of it. Mm. Hold on. Like I'm, 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 I'm pretty used square. to goops. Let me approach. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Move on up. The door is up okay. here, right? Right. So yeah, the, the, the pool would be right between the door and you right now. Okay. So uh, you scrutinize this grayish pool since no color with dark vision and it's um it smells a little bit metallic and a little bit spicy it's like habanero blood oh this is kind of like sriracha um <laughs> what was that can i <laughs> cast my shape water cantrip and try to like like go like hey go on now shoot out of the way and just sort of like shoot it like a cat over to the other the other wall <laughs> worth a try all right so you cast your shape water cantrip um this is not water it is a liquid but it's something that is other than water possibly blood possibly some sort of poison and since shape water explicitly affects water the cantrip causes it to vibrate ever so slightly, and then it resists any motion. I think it's like mad at me, guys. All right, that's it. We're going the secret way. I'm not dealing with mad goop. All right, let me let me check the door first. Right. If you're gonna check the door for specific clues, throw me investigation, please. Um. I also wanted to say that whenever. It seems like uh, Gloopy tries to focus on magic or moves too fast. The like sort of illusion that is being projected by her tiara to make her look like an ordinary human is either like too slow or like almost like glitchy. And it's obvious, like almost like almost funnily obvious how fake it is as an illusion. <laughs> her chat avatar has lag, you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, if if Goobgob's going to investigate, Wuldrick is trained, so he would like to assist him. Okay. All right. Uh, 29. Oof. Okay. And then since Wuldrick is trained in that skill, he helps you. So Wuldrick, you go ahead and roll. And whoever got the higher uh, number is going to be what Goobgob uses. Uh, Wuldrick cannot get that high. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I rolled a nat 20. So. I have a plus yeah. one. Uh, so. <laughs> there we have it then. All right. Um, so uh, Goobgob checks the, this over. It's not the first secret door that he's seen, and hopefully it won't be the last. It does strike him as a little odd that someone put a secret door right here at the entryway to this complex. That's a little unusual because usually you use secret doors for special getaways and uh, hidden treasure chambers deep in a complex. This is uh, kind of odd. Um, he doesn't find any signs of traps, trip wires, counterweights, things that make him feel like, oh, this is an immediate threat. Um, and he thinks that the way that the door is held in place is designed to look like the rest of the stonework. But two of the flagstones are slightly elevated. And if you stand on both of those flagstones, 
your weight might press them down just enough that then you can rotate the wall over them. I think I know how this works. Just like body plants onto the black stones. <laughs> tries to spin, but he might be too tiny to to make it move. So Goob Gob throws himself to the ground and starts flopping around like a fish. And uh, he, as he rolls up against the wall, the wall turns and rotates. I'm going to move your token over here. He puts him into a small chamber with a regular door on his left side. Wait, wait where did you go? Wait. Oh, my eyes on the wall. Well, what's over there? There's, a, there's another door. I have to what's try that? to open in the other door. Well, I'm going to check it out first, but then I'll open it. I can't understand you. Open the door. <laughs> can can uh, Lev, Lev just, like, uses her mage hand to, like, push down on the, on the flagstone thing and, like, okay. the finger just goes and, like, pushes the, the wall open <laughs> while she's just leaning against the side of the, the entryway, just sighing deeply. Excellent. So her ghostly hand presses down on the flagstones and then spins the, the door open ever so slightly so that you can see and hear Goob Gob once more. Waldrick looks over. So kind of you to join us, your majesty. Over to Lev. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, come on, you fools. I'm That's sensing good. some really great charisma scores in this group. Place <laughs> <laughs> uh, his ear against the door. He's like, all right, bloody shut up. I'm going to listen to anything over there. All right. Ironically, uh, I do have plus four charisma, which is my yeah. highest stat. <laughs> uh, okay. A little Let's, too close uh, to the others as we're like moving over here. <laughs> no sense of personal space. Um, <laughs> all right. Goob Gob puts his ear to the door. Hopefully no ear seekers today. Uh, and goes for the perception roll. Active listening, as they like to call it. All right. That will be a 20. Okay. Um, once again, you can hear every once in a while that, that low sort of... Almost like a low moan. Um, it's infrequent. It comes like once a minute, maybe less often than that. Um, difficult to localize exactly where the sound is coming through. It's almost like the the air that moves through this complex is occasionally making wind noises. There's no sounds of footsteps or speech from the room beyond. No sounds of machinery nearby. Um, you think that, especially given the propensity for echoes in this complex, Whatever's on the other side of the door is probably an unused space for now. It's likely that there's not anyone there unless it's incorporeal and dead or something like that that makes no noise. All right. Uh, I will check for traps and then stealthily open the door. Okay. Let's get that investigation. Searching for small clues. Fortunately, you're very good at that. All right. 20. Alrighty. Uh, this door also does not seem to be trapped. Um, it's almost like whoever built this didn't expect people to find the secret door and was just leaving this as a closet. 
Alright, I'm gonna check if the door is unlocked and then slowly and quietly try to open it. Okay. Um, the the door is made of thick wood. It's a kind that you've never seen before. It has a dark reddish tint to it that's been lacquered over as well in order to protect it from moisture and age. Um, that makes it pretty heavy, but it means that it fits very well into the door jam and the frame. The um, door has a a brass bolt, but it is not currently thrown, and it's on the inside here, like you could barricade yourself in here if you wanted to. Um, and uh, with a, a firm push, it gives way. That door looks like it's covered with the sriracha behind us. <laughs> what? It's just red wood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? I can't say. What can you say up there? Oh, I don't say anything, so I'm gonna I'm gonna snakily uh, take a peek. And uh, stealth my way up. All right, and peek around the corner. Gugob sneaks forward into the silent chamber beyond. You can see that it's irregularly shaped. Uh, there's another large chamber to the north that connects to it, a door across from you, and another one to the south. Uh, that's a large double door. They both seem to be made out of that same deep red wood with the the lacquering around it. Uh, that has resisted any sense of time or age. And that's another one of the things that starts to weigh on you a bit uncannily, especially for Waldrick, is it's impossible for you to tell how old this place is. The stonework is in good repair. There's very few cracks or, or break points anywhere. The doors themselves are still solid, still in good condition, and they open and close very silently when you push them uh, and easily. Uh, even the secret door moved seamlessly with only minimal effort. Um, is someone conducting maintenance on this place? Was it all built with magic overnight? It's hard to say. But this room itself seems to be an empty chamber. However, you have very keen senses, Goob Gob. Um, you think that you can faintly hear some sounds from deeper in, off to your west, um, perhaps. Um, but again, because everything has to echo through these chambers, the distortion is uh, makes it difficult to pin down exact locations. I got to hear something, but hard to tell the way this place is built and echoing everything. But so far, it seems clear. One thing's for sure, this wasn't made to be a cozy home, but they don't build them like this anymore. I'm gonna I'm gonna look over at uh at Waldrick. I'm gonna say if we if we like if we come across some some someone or, or something in here, we're not gonna like what 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 are we Do I have to melt their face off? Well, first off, if I come into contact with anyone that's not any of you three, you see my forging hammer, right? Right. It's gonna go between their fucking eyes. <laughs> I don't trust a damn thing in here. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay. Hammer Liv first. Gets, questions later. Liv gets sick of this shit and just gracefully wanders <laughs> through <laughs> behind <laughs> behind Goob. All right. Looks like I see two more doors in this room. Uh, I'm gonna check them all out, and then uh, we'll probably just go down. 
Before I leave the room and follow, I'm gonna like wave to the to the puddle on the ground. Bye. See you, <laughs> you later. Wave to the puddle. Vibrates <laughs> ever so slightly from your residual magic. Um, Goob, one other thing occurs to you. Um, you've seen your share of cave complexes and dungeon cells and whatnot. Um, the shapes of these rooms are all irregular and unique, which means that it's very easy to know, okay, I'm in thus and such room. Um, but having secret passages and things like that means it's also designed sort of so that people get lost in here if they're not careful. Mm. That you might be like, oh, okay, I remember this room, but how do I get to that other room that's L-shaped or the one that's like a T? Um, and uh, if you're not cautious, it's entirely possible that you could find yourselves somewhere in the deeps of this place without knowing how to get back out. Um, hopefully someone is capable of taking notes. The um, the other thing that that means is, is it's designed with some idea of preventing people from penetrating too deep into it, or perhaps keeping them trapped inside once they do get in there. Just like one of those suburbs that has tiny little windy roads that are impossible to get back to a main street. Okay. Ooh, I was going to pick out a notebook and kind of crudely sketch what we've currently discovered so far, and then um, pick out some chalk and just put like a big X on the closest wall. <laughs> okay. Goop Gob makes a marking. We have been here. Well, Goop Gob, what's the next direction? See if I can get the freehand drawing to work. Oh, nice. look at that. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a door in front of us, and then there's a door to our left. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out both doors, and then we'll see. But there's lots of some weird moaning noise floating around I, I don't know so you know keep an eye out what what's over here I'm just gonna move into the room yeah just go wander also slowly just uh gracefully sashaying through the rooms <laughs> as she does <laughs> investigating like as we go good for this place yeah <laughs> all right Okay, uh, Goob Gob, since you're specifically investigating doors, which one did you want to check out first? Uh, the, the closest one to us. Uh, this guy here. Okay. Yeah. All right, you know what to do. All Throw right, them dice. Uh, your floor, is... of course, is 19 because your passive investigate is so good. A 23 for investigation. Okay. Um, Goob Gob gives this door the hairy eyeball, and he thinks it it's probably was manufactured by the same carpenter who made the other one that they're all built to a particular size and fitted into their frames very precisely the amount of precision work in this place is uncanny um the uh the door doesn't seem to bear any other traps either you think that it also probably has a similar brass bar mechanism on it for closing it uh but if there is it's going to be on the other side but there is a brass plate on this side along with the handle um, it's not a knob, it's just a sort of pull or push style handle. Um, but it doesn't, it to a keen eye, appear to have any dangers built into it. Mm. None that are immediately obvious anyway. Alright, let's, let's give, open it up. How right. high up is the ceiling? The ceiling here is 15 feet high. 
Oh. That is a little odd. It's it's almost got a, a cathedral-like feeling. There's some arching to the ceiling itself. The corners of the rooms have a, a little bit of archwork as well. Um, and uh, it's an odd choice considering that these doorways are just wide enough for one, maybe two people to squeeze through at a time. Who's three feet wide and 15 feet high? But huh. who knows? Echo! <laughs> <laughs> Well, they know you're here now. <laughs> I thought we were going to be quiet. What the hell? Sorry, sorry. I forgot. You've been stomping around a whole, like, like a lot. I mean, I've been stomping around, but I can't help it. Doesn't mean you should go about yelling. Sorry. Oh my I wait for the bodies to fall and get on out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it looks like it's just a closet. There's nothing in here. Oh, it would seem another one of these closets, but there's no shelves, no hangers, no racks. It's just a small walk space. Huh. I'm going to check if it's a sacred door or something. All right. Again, with your high passive investigation, you're very keen to the fact that there's another one of those rotating wall sections. Oh, look at this. There's another one. I think it's fine. Do you need a hand? Ha, uh, ha. Ugh, um, uh, place. I know what I'm doing, <laughs> right? I've done this for years. I'm just gonna I spin think... right through. It may be important in his, he's like trying to like project whisper. It doesn't work very well with his boisterous, <laughs> like dwarven, like voice. It might be a bit prudent to stay together here. Just, just saying. Why, what, whoa. Sorry, I was looking for holes in the walls. Can I do that? Sure. Okay. Um, where do you want to check? Uh, on on this wall. Mm -hmm. And I was gonna check on the other two walls. Okay. Um, the stonework here seems to be very tightly fitted and mortared. Um, Something about the mortar strikes you as off. Normally, it's like gray stone with grayish white mortar. You've seen this sort of thing before, yada, yada. People build houses out of it. Um, but this mortar work, it it seems almost like it's not quite dry, uh, which would be very bizarre because if it's been around for a while, the mortar should be dry. And if it's brand new, how did they build something like this with that much mortar and have it all be done in 12 hours' time? It's almost like the mortar's a kind of goop. I'm gonna like I'm gonna put my my hand up against it, like trying to feel if it's wet, and then like my goop hits that goop, and then I go, oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> um, as you put your hand up against the wall, uh, you can feel that the the mortar almost has a a sensation of moisture about it, but it's firm. Like if you poked it with your finger it would still stay solid and the the lines of mortar between the blocks are very thin it's very well fitted you're about to pull your goopy hand away from the wall when you feel a uh, almost a thrumming sort of vibration causes your your entire uh, gelatinous body to shiver ever so slightly as it travels up through your hand and your arm Ooh. um I'll back away from the wall. 
Hey, uh, also, that, dangerous all of a sudden. That wall, uh, hi, hi. <laughs> you guys are still in here? Yeah, okay, hi. Glad to see you back in one piece. Can we just please move along? I'm just okay. Gonna, I'm just gonna walk through a little spinny thing. <laughs> all right. That's why I like you, Goob Gob. Get busy living or get busy dying. I'll give the, the the wall in the room like one like weird look. My head sort of dangling around the corner as I can the rest of my body pulls me forward in a way. Oh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> Is the the next door basically the same Mark's craftsmanship of the other doors? Yep, it's like someone has churned these out in a specific format using a, a particular frame and mold. Um, now that you're actually really paying attention to that, since this is the third door of this kind that you've seen, you think back for a second and you think that the grain on all of the wood of the doors is identical. Uh, what? That's strange. <laughs> Like some weird magic at work here. These doors, like twins or triplets, it's just three of them. I mean, it's got to be magic, right? Because if even it's coming from the same tree, it's not going to be looking the exact same. Well, this sounds like a job for someone who's proficient in Arcana. Do you? Do you guys? Is there? Do you think it's a magic? Like it has to be. Maybe like illusion or something. I don't know if you or magic use this. Yeah, I, 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 I know how to cast like some spells and stuff. Okay. Do you have knowledge of magic though? There's one thing to cast it, but knowledge of like yeah, study, you study I have, magic. I have, I have all sorts of knowledge of of stuff like magic. Can you, can you look at the door, please? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at the door. Alrighty, give me that Arcana roll. Okay. These are the dice that uh, my community gave me. And that's a natural oh. one. All right. Uh, All right. Off to a great start. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, All right, Koopy. <laughs> you take a look at the door, and you're like, well, it's a door. It's made of wood. It's made of some sort of unknown red-ish colored wood with a lacquer over it. At least the lacquer is dry. Well, it, it looks like a door. Um, if you really want, I can try to dispel it, but I, I don't know. It. I just give it a good pat, like as I'm looking at him, like door, door is a door. Please don't touch me. I, no, no the door. I was, I was patting the door. Oh, thank, thank <laughs> the uh, uh, Lev, please, uh, someone with competence. Hey, wait, wait. Oh. I, th I think she's oh, no. muted. Oh, no, I am muted. Yeah, I was saying Lev's all the way over here doing her own checks while this tomfoolery is going on, and she rolled a 10. Okay. And this um, dice so... is going in the bin, and we're going to go <laughs> yeah. with the next You're, set you're next checking time. out one of the doors as well. Um, notably, it, it does occur to you now that Goob Gob has mentioned it that the grain on the wood is exactly the same, and that would normally only happen if they're cut from the exact same tree, and all the planking was then like arranged in the same way so either someone was super fastidious about how they built everything here or these were conjured magically and as a result they're all identical 
Mm. Oh, well, fuck it. I'm just going to open the door. That's the spirit. Well, right. I don't have too much information from over here. I'm going to lean over Waldrick a little too close. I'm going to say, that wall back there thrummed at me. All right, there's two rules in the dungeon, right? No gooby puddles, no thrumming walls. Those are no goes, all right? No, I, I didn't. Uh, okay. Can I go do another arcana check on, on the thrummy wall? Absolutely. I'm going to go check out that wall. That's the one up to the north Because these doors are clearly just regular doors. Yeah, are we clearly supposed to stay together? Well, come on then. I will. I okay. Don't mind us in the corner. The she literally doesn't care. Okay, we've got <laughs> another. We've got a different die. Come on, weevils. All right. Go. Yeah. Um. What's that? Twelve plus six is maths. Eighteen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna touch the wall like Gloopy did, or are you just observing it from afar? Um, it just kind of she holds her hand just a little, like a centimeter away, not quite touching, but enough, but close enough to just feel the energy of the the walls and the rock and the things. Okay, um, it's barely discernible, but it's there. You have to keep your hand there for about a minute but you can tell there's a moment where it it's almost like the stone itself flexes ever so slightly by just a, a very tiny tiny amount um, and then resettles into its original shape and then you realize that a lot of the the stonework here it's done in patterns that are repeated like it's tiling um which again could be a symptom of this was all conjured magically and as a result it follows a set repeat pattern or someone was really obsessive about how they put everything together here and that is typically very difficult to do because when are you going to get all of your stone pieces to be the same size and shape and fit seamlessly like this um she's going to go and notices that it kind of flexes in and so her hand goes and tries to touch. Right. Tries you to touch the wall and it, the wall. it feels like cool, solid stone. Um, but as you leave your hand there, you feel the same thing that Gloopy felt before. A moment where there's just a very slight sort of thrumming sensation. You can you could feel just, just enough that it would be like someone blowing the, the slightest bit of breath over the hairs on your arm. Just a very faint vibration that runs through your hand for about a second. Hmm, interesting. I'm like right behind you. Did it thrum? Did it, it did it, right? It like totally did it, right? Yes, yes, it did. But I'm not sure that we know it's precisely what's going on here. I think we best continue into the catacombs and see where we end up. It's good to keep this information on hand. Okay, okay. you can uh, step away from me now. Oh, sorry, you're right. Sorry. Oh, Waldron, <laughs> can you mark an X in that room real quick? She stalks back out to our, our friendos over here. I like Starfire and Raven over here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we are doing a little suicide squad-ish. <laughs> She's just like... <laughs> Please. Um, so uh, you've asked Wildrick to mark the wall, but meanwhile, Goob Gob, uh, once you swing open that door, you, you catch like a whiff of a smell that smells sort of like uh, vegetation, like a um, little bit foresty, a little bit like someone's salad. Oh, someone's having a lot. All right, I'm going to get real quiet now. No one say anything. I'm going to sneak on in and take a peek. All right. Uh, stealth roll of 26 and just pop on All in right. and take a little peek. Goob Gob just vanishes into the shadows of the room beyond. Uh, how much shadow is there when it's completely dark? Whatever. Uh, but he's also <laughs> completely silent. Um, and definitely as you come in here, the, the smell gets a little bit more noticeable. Uh, a scent like walking in a hedge maze or along the edge of a, a wood at night. Um, nothing in the room seems to be emitting the smell directly, but it's definitely strongest along the northern wall. Are right. we closing the doors, the, the things behind us, or are we leaving something in them? No, just leave them open. Oh, uh, okay. She's like in the middle of about to close the one behind her. <laughs> <laughs> that way we know that if someone came in behind us, then they've already closed the door. Okay. Oh, well, I, I smell like some kind of salad or something. And uh, are you hungry, Goob Gob? Now's not always. The time. They didn't give us food when they threw us down here. All right, <laughs> all right, enough. Well, follow my nose. Gonna try to this and the longest along the north wall can you discern what north is on this map up okay. above you okay. <laughs> all right i'm gonna check for secret doors or you know, passages or if there's like roots growing on the walls or anything like that love i don't think he's all gonna right. draw the x on that wall which one <laughs> when you I'll told him to I didn't tell him anything. Oh. <laughs> Were you thinking that to yourself? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I think it was Walric. I think I just gaslit myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, we've been here. Perfect. All right, Goob Gob finds another one of those annoying rotating doors, and sure enough, behind it, there's a... a small alcove with a wall on the north side <clears throat> that looks like a hedge. It's this very, very thick set of tightly knit green brambles that grow out of uh, an unflagstoned uh, floor that's just raw earth, brown dirt. And then the, uh, the hedge itself seems to be uh, incredibly uh, dense foliage like the hedgerows in Europe. Um, as if it had been growing for a hundred years. Well, that's fucking weird. Alright, I'm gonna put an X right here real quick. Now I'm gonna sneak on in. Everyone stay quiet. Especially you, Gloopy. Did you tell me to stay quiet? No, quiet! Shut your mouth! 
Gloopy's mouth with her mage hand. The mage hand like goes through the <laughs> illusion and just goo starts to ooze through the fingers <laughs> of the mage hands. That is disturbing. All right. Well, anyways, uh, I've got a, a, a 21 on stealth. I'm just going to peep on it. All right. What do you see in there, Goobgob? I don't know. It's, it's bizarre. It's, you've got walls on all sides. Another one on the left is yet another one of those weird pivoting walls. And then this this thick, thick uh, entwined area of heavy foliage that's completely out of place. And there's a, a ceiling above you, 15 feet up. How is this even growing down here? So, the gas hedge, I can't, I can't go through it. There's you another. putting your arm through it. I'm oh, fuck that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, you got to put an arm through it if you're going to go through it. Ken, Ken, <laughs> Lev just goes, move aside, lads. Move aside. <laughs> <laughs> and she just casts the fireball at the hedge. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. The, the, the tiny red bead launches out as a low, and then the low pressure explosion of flames, reddish gold fire just erupts and savagely burns away part of the hedge, revealing beyond it uh, another open area that's bordered by hedges on either side with um, a dirty streaked green jade um, on the floor that is covered over with loamy dirt. Um, the ceiling in this room is much higher than the halls you've been in before, 40 feet high. And the room is filled with foliage, bushes, ferns that go 20 feet up. Um, it's pretty dense. As the fireball goes off. You see Waldrick hide behind his shield. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and her, her mage hand her mage hand is still in this room behind her and lets go of Gloopy and just goes and just like like creepy creepy hands in towards <laughs> the telling everyone to follow very slowly. <laughs> there, there it is. There we go. I was I was a little late, but as you get uh, closer, you can see the shapes of creatures that are among the ferns and the foliage. Um, they look somewhat like enormous scorpion type entities, um, hard shelled, low slung insects, maybe five feet long, size of a pony. Uh, with pinchers and hard carapaces. I just like turn around to to my mate Goop, just like prepare yourselves for combat. There are disgusting creatures ahead. Not spiders, is it? I fucking hate spiders. Oh, close enough, unfortunately. Uh. <laughs> Aldrich, you're up. <laughs> You say combat? All right. He just slams his hammer <laughs> up against his shield and it bursts with like radiance. And he just nice. moves his 25 feet, so 10 feet through them, 
as fast as he can to right here. Just like launches himself. <laughs> Jumps into the front and boom, the room erupts in light from the radiance coming off of the shield. And it is time for us to start combat turns. <laughs> All right, combat tracker. Let's do it. I literally could have done all of that in a much less dramatic fashion by using burning hands, but <laughs> that light was like really bright. I... <laughs> my eyes are gone. <laughs> Alrighty, Max, if you wouldn't mind giving me a hand setting up the combat tracker. Yep, I got you. I'll add everybody. Thank you so much. And then that one. Here we go. I don't know where he was, but it moved. Cool. He was he was right about uh, yeah. I rolled a Fantastic. thirteen initiative. I'll add that. Uh good okay. job. Got a twenty-two. Damn. Righty. Is there an extra um oh hang on. For initiative. Oh yeah. Plus your dexterity. What was it? Seven. Our dexterity adds to initiative as well. Where do I put it? Uh, Just tell us. Oh, okay. Uh, 16. 16. Let me throw for my little nasties there. Amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. So Goob Gob is first, and uh, you can see, of course, now that the, the flare of radiance from the shield has illuminated the area, these creatures hiding in the bushes, uh, but you have an enormous perception skill, so you're very keen to these sorts of ambushes. Um, red carapaces that uh, have sort of a dull color to them. Um, scorpion-like forms, but it's not quite a giant scorpion. It's not quite a fisher. You're not really sure what the heck it is. Aww. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck those things are, but they're like ambushing us. They're like, ready. I don't like this. Combat music. Uh, there we go. <laughs> uh, gonna take out a short bow and then fire uh, a shot at the closest one he could see. Alrighty. Throw that D20. Okay, that'd be a 16. 16 is a hit. So dramatic. Okay. <laughs> uh, they haven't acted. Do I get sneak attack? Um, flat footed is normally a third edition thing, I think. But uh, you're. Let's see. I'll allow it. Caught them by surprise. All right. Uh, 18 damage. All right. So you uh, using a bow, right? Yes. All right. Which one did you target? Uh, I don't want the greatest line of sight. Maybe this guy. Okay. Sounds good to me. 
So your uh, arrow launches out, bang! It hits the carapace hard and deflects off of it. Um, the creature shivers and then it stands up and it lets out some sort of a, a high-pitched chittering noise. It obviously took the hit and wasn't too happy about it. All right. Um, now, what my boys? <laughs> the guy that just got hit decides that it's got to make someone pay for this nonsense. <laughs> and let's throw some dice. Bring it on! Electronic dice says it rushes forward and snaps at Waldrick with one of its enormous pinchers and then gives you the uh, other one as well. It hits AC 16 and 14 respectively, neither of which are going to get through Waldrick's amazing armor class. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Waldrick is All stacked right. on the AC right now. <laughs> um. Another one rushes over into the only spot that it can get to over here. Waldrick has a little bit of cover because he's around the corner there, uh, as this one similarly tries to snap at him. Oof, with some terrible rolls. We're looking at a 9 and a 13, so that's not going to do anybody any favors. Uh, Waldrick is basically keeping his shield up, and these things are just slamming into the shield, snapping angrily, um, much like a Harry House Giant Scorpion Clash of the Titans. <laughs> All right, this one in back here is unable to get past that front line, and it rushes off to try and conceal itself in the bushes in the distance. And that's the gloopy. Okay. My go? It is okay. indeed gloopy's turn. Uh, let's see. Oh no, I clicked the ruler and now I can't click off the ruler. Oh no. There we go. Okay. I don't know how I did that though. Get a sort of uh bottleneck going on. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's nothing we can do about it now. <laughs> uh, uh wait. Kill faster. I don't, I don't know why I'm glowing. It's your turn, <laughs> that's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, is there any way for me to squeeze in behind them? I can squeeze through spaces up to one inch uh, small. Uh, sure, you can squeeze past them. Um, you can't end your turn in an enemy's square, but I'll let you just squeeze right by them. Okay. Do note that if you do that, you're going to be on the other side of the enemy line there, and you're probably going to get surrounded in good order. And you have an armor class of 10, so... Yeah. <laughs> I just want to, like, move what? up to, like, right in front of, uh, in front of Lev, and then, like, cast something, and then I'm going to try to just be like, oh, excuse me, excuse me, I'm, I'm going to get back to the back, excuse me. Like, like, is that possible? You can move in Lev's space, squeezing, cast a spell, and then finish your movement. Sure. Okay. That's that's what I'll do. <laughs> She's like, All right. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. So and then <laughs> Gloopy just sort of squeezes in and becomes very flat for a moment. Uh, as I start to concentrate on uh, oh, the spell disgusting. I'm casting, 
the magic that's portraying the uh, the illusion kind of kind of drops. Like, like I can only focus on either the illusion of the human on me, or I can cast spells. So I start to instead cast this spell, um, becoming a very gelatinous, green, translucent-looking woman. And um, I want to cast web into the room to kind of catch a few of them, but I want my web to be flavored like it's ooze, like it's just non-harmful, but like still sticky goop. I get where you're coming from. So you, would you say you were a slime girl? And yeah. then uh, she <laughs> yeah. casts a few arcane words, gestures and throws her hands out and horrible splattering sound. As this giant gelatinous <laughs> web of green snot fills a bunch of this interior forest area. All right, let me get some saving throws. Disgusting. What's uh, my saving? Oh, I'm not going in that. monsters. Okay, so it's uh, a twenty-foot cube, um, and my saving throw is going to be. Oh god, where do they put it on here? Should be eight plus your proficiency bonus plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Okay, then it's gonna be eleven plus my charisma seven. It's an eighteen. Eighteen. Wow. Uh, okay. Um, plus, oh wait, that's my saving throw. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, minus three, so fifteen. 15 it is okay where do you want to plant that 20 foot uh, area um i can't really see uh too much in front of me and i don't want to block the door so i will aim for the right side of the room the eastern half of the room okay so something like this yeah that would be 20 feet by 20 feet all right, so blah, we have this giant net of gelatinous <laughs> Two of the, the creatures are immediately entangled in this sticky substance and they start struggling against it and it'll stretch a little bit like taffy and then snap back into place holding them where they are. And then you dance back out of the way so that you are not in the middle of the excuse me excuse uh, me pardon park. me I'll, I'll go back to the back sorry <laughs> Waldrick. all right so Waldrick, you can see it's like his shield's getting battered from these things and he just turns around he's like <laughs> i'm just like laughing maniacally i just he's like having so much fun um and he will use his bonus action um, to uh, use his gauntlets of flaming fury, which um, alights his hammer in flames. And he's going to uh, turn around um, with his hammer lit up, but he's going to cast a cantrip, a cantrip that's called Word of Radiance. Um, so each creature of his choice, being the creepy crawlies, need to make a constitution saving throw or take some radiant damage. So it's the three in front of Waldrick. And what's my save DC? It is a 14. Well, the natural 20 that the first one gets mm. saves. 
And there's another one that has a 14 on the die. But Ooh. my poor little baby in the middle gets hit. They take eight radiant damage. All right, and this is the one who got shot earlier. Uh, so why don't you describe how it melts, explodes, burns, whatever your radiance does? Sure, and as he turns around and laughs and his his um, hammer lights up and you think that he's going to strike them with it and he bangs it against his shield, which causes a little sort of radiant explosion that the first two sort of dodge out of the way, but the middle one, it just kind of catches it by surprise and just washes over it and just radiance, just bursts it in front of him. So it pops like a uh, an ant under a magnifying glass. I'll take that off of the map as the body sags and Ikor spills out of it, le- leaving a sharp, acrid tang in the air. And Anything else from Uldric? He he goes to step forward and then sees the gloop and then pulls his foot back and just plants into place. <laughs> Not gonna step in that. It won't hurt you. All right. it, it, Sorry. It's a bit icky. Yeah, I get that a lot. (laughs) My poor critters are entangled. That one's entangled. This one's entangled. It's going to haplessly snap, but alas, it is unable to do so because the, as it brings its claws out, the goop. Uh, holds fast to it and it can't even get its claws out at Waldrick. Now we're on Lev. Oh, hello. Um, can Did I kind of... take things seriously yet? Or is she still affecting a detached air? She's always detached, but she just wants to get this done. Basically, she doesn't have much concern for her own well-being. <laughs> 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 so she's kind of like, yeah. Um, she kind of like peeks over the um, corner of Waldrick's shoulder over I mean she's like three times his size so she's just like right. um, yeah and is going to Eldritch blast those two these two disgusting things on this side because I can cast two beams alright doing the warlock thing Give me yes. the dice roll for your warlock special. Say yes. it. Yes. Everybody, pray to whichever fiend you packed with, please. <laughs> so what's this? Seven plus seven, 14. <laughs> 14 can to I, hit. Can I use a reaction? Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to bend luck because I am a wild magic sorceress. So um, I'm going to bend her luck by sort of just sneezing and being like, <laughs> and like the high-pitched noise, she sort of like gl- like glances over her shoulder. Um, she can, I'm going to use two sorcery points to roll a d4 and apply the number rolled as a bonus to her roll. Is that bonus attack? It's to hit. Oh, gotcha. You will- yeah, we we already hit though, right? You hit with the first beam. You still mm-hmm. need to roll the second. Okay, cool. One, right? So we do second beam. I'll be for the second beam. Okay. It's a two. <laughs> Eighteen plus seven, plus twenty-five. Plus, <laughs> plus <laughs> and then the yeah, two from the wild magician. So twenty-seven. Get All right, right, both beams hit. Kabam, kabam. Damage, and please. 
They are. So one D10 each. So two D10s. So we've got a four plus five. So nine for one and okay. eight for the other. Right. Because it's 1d10 plus 4 and then plus 1 for my, my special amazing wand of war mage. Fantastic. So Lev brandishes her wand. <laughs> the two elders blast glow fly out. bright fluorescent green and she just. What does her eldritch blast look like? Um, it's just the most fabulous array of. Um, this is going to be a really meta description, but if anyone's played Marvel Snap, you know, when you make an infinite card and it's got that, like, it's literally that, the border of an infinite card in Marvel Snap, just different colours of blue and black and green <laughs> kind of flames. Wow, so it's it's an eye-popping radiance Marvelous. that leaps from her wand, smashes into two of these strange creatures, scorpion-like beasts. Uh, doesn't destroy them, but they definitely take notice of that as they struggle against the, the webs with renewed fury. Anything else, love? Um, I believe that is currently all she she hath, actually, because that's her cantripio. Let us. Okay. Ooh. Um, actually, yeah, that's all for now, because I because okay. she can't really see much anyway. She's kind of working from limited space over here. Right. Okay. One of the other critters outside of the goop web uh, seems to be aware enough to not go into the goop web, um, and it moves around the edges of the goop like it's trying to sort of test where it can go, occasionally reaching out with one of its pinchers. And you get the impression that this thing is far smarter than your typical arachnid or insect. Um, okay. And we are back to Goob Gob. Spiders are usually pretty dumb. All right, there's a little titan here, so... Uh, Goob Gob is just going to start walking up on the wall and hanging upside down on the ceiling. Fantastic. And gonna come walking, uh, yeah, from up here. And then gonna just materialize uh, these ghostly daggers from his hands and just throw it at this guy. Okay. Show me what you got. Uh, 14. Fourteen is a hit, just barely. Right. Oh, no one's engaging it, so just normal damage. I uh, do nine damage. I, th okay. I think that Waldrick is in range because they were striking at him, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, depends on which ones you're hitting. These two are. Yeah, if you're going after the ones in the door, you can sneak attack them because Waldrick is okay. aggro on the I wasn't sure guy. Here, uh, though. You get to sneak attack him because he's entangled. All right. Well, fantastic. By the goop. Uh, well, in that case, 
9, 15, 22 damage. Oof. Okay. So what does it look like when one of your psychic blades annihilates one of these creatures? Uh, it just like as it chitters out and the mouth like opens up, the dagger just like goes right into the middle. Oh, very uh, cinematic. The, the psychic blade disappears into the inside of the thing and then there's a, a nasty sort of crunch sound and then some goo oozes out of the thing's mouth and it shudders slightly and then it just hangs there in the goop web uh, unmoving any other actions from uh, goob gob uh i think as a I can, uh, since I made an attack as a bonus action, I'm going to throw a second dagger uh, at this. Okay. All right. It's got some cover because you're throwing around a corner there where you have limited visibility, but you can make the attempt. Okay. Uh, 19. That still hits. You manage a, a perfect shot where your psychic blade launches out goes beside Lev, right past Bulgar, and then clips the thing on its left side, just around the corner there. Alright. Uh, this one will do... This is 40. I can't, I can't see damaged. what's going on. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's the, the sizzling of the psychic energy. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, bringing pain to the creature, and once again, it lets out that high-pitched, squealing, chittering noise. Okay. Moving on. The creature that you just uh, lashed out at struggles against the goop web uh, and tries to bring its claws to bear once more against your dwarven pal. Um, and I got AC 22 with one of the claw attacks, and then I'm it's... near AC 17. Wuldrick <laughs> finally takes a hit. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's going to do 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Tries to grab you, so give me an athletics or strength check. 15. All right. Well, I got a mere seven. Uh, so it lashes out and gets Waldrick with a, a nasty, heavy, clawed blow, but it fails to then snap its claws around his arm as he pulls back in time, and it can't follow up due to the goop web. That web is really doing the work. All right. The one in the back here remains hiding in the grass, and it's gloopy. Okay. Uh... You're, uh, <laughs> Goob is on the ceiling, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to step underneath you. <laughs> Excellent. 15 feet up, you can do it. Okay. I'll, um, oh boy. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm, I'm beneath you. I will, uh, do I have a visual on the two that are on the left and right of Waldrick? Yes. Like I mentioned, there's a, a corner there. You can sort of see them hanging in your goo web. So they have some amount of cover, but you do have line of sight to them. Okay. Um, and I, is, is Lev on the ceiling? 
No, okay. That's uh, just a goob gob thing. Maybe okay. all goblins do that. Nobody knows. I, yeah, I've never met one before. He's the first goblin I've ever met. Um, right. I'm also gonna... never had anyone walk on ceilings before. <laughs> I'm gonna like definitely get way too close to to Lev again as I step forward. Um, and I'm gonna use my uh, two birds sling, uh, which is uh, actually just part of my my body. I just <laughs> my body forms oh. one hand turns like into a little sling, <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna sling. If this guy, if I'm in Lev's space, I can go hit this guy. He's up to thirty feet. Right. Uh, it's a. Uh... So it's like your body is a T-1000 made of snot. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> uh. Okay, right. since the two-bird sling lets you uh, make your attack, if you hit, you can ricochet to the other guy. I don't know if there's one within 10 feet, though. Yes, these two are 10 feet apart because they've got one five-foot square between them. Oh, okay, perfect. All right, I will uh, attempt to sling a... Uh, a bullet at the one on the left first. Okay. 14 plus uh, plus 4, so that's an 18 to hit. 18. Even with the cover, that's a hit. Okay. Go ahead and give me a damage roll. Uh, 2 plus 1, that's 3 bludgeoning damage. Right. So there's a lot of crack as this rock that you whip with your gelatinous arm bounces off of the, the creature and then make your two birds shot to his buddy over on the right. Okay. I do have one question. Um, mm -hmm. The sling is a dex or strength-based weapon? Uh, it's a ranged weapon so it should be dex-based. Okay. Cool. Uh, that's a natural 20. Oh, crit! Yeah. <laughs> hey! Our first crit of oh, the now. evening. Now we gooping. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, we're, we're doing better one. than some games where the first crit's always against the PC. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, do I double the dice? Uh, roll twice. Okay, so three and one <laughs> plus one for a total of five. Yes. All right. Not the most impressive crit either, ever, but a crit is a crit nonetheless. All right, so... Gloopy whips her gelatinous arm and fires a, a lead bullet, a sling bullet, that hits one of the the beasts with a crack, bounces off, and then there's a snapping noise as it slams into the other one right in the middle of its forehead, making it a little bit dazed. Um, it's one of those sorts of perfect shots that you're like, okay, that could never be repeated until next round. <laughs> Anything else, Gloop? Uh, she'll like, uh, sort of as her hand turns back into a hand, uh, she'll brush her ponytail out of the way as she turns around and then reaches up to high five the goblin, but can't actually reach him because the ceiling's 15 feet high. Uh, so she'll be like, and later, when, when you're down, when you're down, remind, remind me, we'll, we'll <laughs> high five. Beautiful. Wildrick. As Wuldrick is sort of like looking at things flying over his head at this moment. Um, he looks to the one at the right and uh, takes hold of his Warhammer uh, and then just swings away at it. That is a 10 plus 6, so a 16. 
at the one to Definitely the right. So he takes a big wind up and, and cracks it over the top. And he's going to do a bunch of fun damage. Boy, that is here it comes. Fourteen damage. Tell so us that is crack this thing like a lobster. Four Big wounds. Eight radiant, two fire. <laughs> with all the shit he's got. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Aldrich came prepared. <laughs> So describe to us how you crack it open like a lobster. Yes, he he goes over the top and you can see sort of the radiant energy sort of sparkling off of it. And then the tip of the warhammer is just on fire constantly. And he just slams it down and the hammer just kind of crunches and goes through it and just kind of stamps it into the dirt. Any and, other actions? Um, Waldrick um, is feeling cramped. He's looking around. He's getting a little claustrophobic. He's like, all right, all right. He's going to back up into like Lev's space, like crowding everyone else <gasps> to get a running start. He just kind of shoves himself back and gets a running start uh, to jump 15 feet uh, over here. Oh, uh, I should have told him that I could have just dropped the web. Oh, wow. Well. He, he's a jumper. <laughs> <laughs> and he just well, we all know that dwarves are natural sprinters and very dangerous over short distances yes, I can right. toss you <laughs> and he just looks and like it just gives you like a, a look like what you fucking dare and just goes <laughs> and just jumps over the web and lands with his warhammer on fire and his shield just like waiting for more of these things to come at him fantastic and come at him they do where did right, he go he wriggled his way there. out of the uh, in the dark. <laughs> I literally the got there. Over here. Oh, snap, there he is. Gotcha. Oh, really? The dice fail me today. AC eleven and AC five with a natural one. Not today. Not um, today. And I will. We're back to Lev. I will at the start of Lev's turn. I think I have to use a reaction to drop a concentrated spell, or is it a free action to drop concentration? Um, I'll let you do it for free. Okay, I'll drop the web, and I'll be like, there. It, it was a little unnecessary for the... You, <laughs> you go ahead. No jumping. Thank you. There we go. She just, like, wanders forward a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she'll just yell over, Woolrick, are you all right? I'm fine. What happened okay, to the goop? marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> It sort of like dissolves took, and drips down, down into the plants and the peat. Um, basically, I want to know Warwick's okay because I'm gonna fast shoot to these these this bloke all the way back here. Make sure that they can't like run up on my mate. It's it's Waldrick. Waldrick, we've met several times. Several. I know. Over many Waldrick, years. I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Take your best shot. Um, I'm going to throw a chill touch. Um, at this, at the one in the middle. Um, it which is uh hit plus eight. 
please any one of these dice do me a favour, please? <laughs> I'm trying every set I've got. Really? Oh, well, that's no. an 11. 11's not going to be enough. All right. Um, so you got a bonus there? Uh, for that one, no, unfortunately. All my dice suck, but we're still worth the money. That's <laughs> <laughs> why you fail. So you walk your um, hand out into the air, lunges forward, and the, the creature ducks to one side, chittering. Yeah, my, my hand just goes, yeah, and just like slams into the back wall <laughs> and dissipates. We actually just talked about this on the, the phone stream that chill touch is neither touch range nor cold damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Behind you, I'm like, oh my so god, are there, an, are there invisible enemies in here too? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, um, in, in, in that case, we're going to try to throw a fireball um I'm going to try to throw it directly forward at the one in the back because I was okay. trying to hold this middle one back, but we're just going to go. We're just going to go long haul, try smack out this dude, um, and that's just fifteen. Fifteen damage. Okay. Uh, fifteen hit. Fifteen for the hit. Uh, fireballs auto hit. Uh, yeah. The enemy makes a okay, saving throw cool. against your spell DC. Uh, right. Against so you your just spell. need to roll okay. your. Your 8d6 damage. It apparently... Oh my god, apparently it's 9d6. Fireballing. Oh, you casting up? We are doing... We are doing all of the... War That's Warlock just what stuff. it they says. They always cast up. And it says, at higher oh, levels, right, right. when you cast this spell using a spell slot of 4th level or higher damage increases for 1d6 for each... Oh, right, I had forgotten the uh, the warlock ability there. Mm -hmm. that you're using spell you slots that automatically. Spell and it's really explosive. Don't don't <laughs> hit the door. <laughs> let me let me collect all of my. Whoa. Um. So let's see. This is this is six six sixes. And then Good. wait, is it plus one for each dice or plus one for the for the whole attack? For my wand. for the uh, war mage wand, it's plus one for the entire thing. Okay, great. <laughs> um, this is where I'm happy that Wuldrick is resistant to fire, just in case. <laughs> I'm um, vulnerable to fire. <laughs> 15, 20, 2, 23, plus 23, plus the... Uh, uh, 23, 25, 28, 32. Okay. That sounds normally really the ridiculous. The, normally the one of the War Mage only adds to your attack rolls, but this is a one shot and one point of damage isn't going to ruin everything. So why not? We'll, we'll add that in too. Um, oh, that was added. So if you, yeah, it take one no, away if so, not. Nah, I'm not going to worry about it. Like I said, normally it's only to attack rolls, but this is a one shot and we're going to wipe these things out anyway. So 32 points of damage um, uh, against the one in the back here. Um, and that means that it explodes outward in a 20 foot radius. So it'll hit the next one here and the flames come within a few inches of Waldrick's nose, but do not hit him. 
I'm uh, so glad I aimed for the one in the back. <laughs> he just cowers behind the shield as his eyes widen and just flames start coming towards him. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, a smell like cooked spitter um, as the, the fireball explodes outward and the ferns are just destroyed, turned into to tiny bits of sticks and ash. Um, small bits of fire still lick on the... Uh, the hedges that make up the walls of this part of the the room uh the critters themselves survived the blast but they definitely felt that i think that does it for lev's turn between your cantrip and your spell mm-hmm. okay critter having been recently cooked this critter really doesn't like lev and it's gonna make its displeasure known snapping out with its uh pinchers uh, one of them misses the warlock who sort of languidly steps to the one side, but that unfortunately puts her right in the line of fire from the other one, lashing out by surprise. It hits armor class 21. Oof. If she gets crushed. That's going to give Lev 12 points of crushing damage. Ooh. <laughs> Not Good great for the very warlock. healthy lady. <laughs> Good that you uh, have a few hit points. Mm-hmm. All right, Goobgob, on the ceiling. Your turn to save Lev, I guess. All right, Goobgob's going to test if he can... Does the hedge go all the way up to my height, or am I above the hedge, or is it just... Uh, So the, the ceiling of the area you're in is 15 feet. Once you get on the other side of the hedge there to the interior it goes all the way up 40 feet so it's like you have a doorway that's got a ceiling above it then the other side of the door the ceiling is much higher okay uh google was gonna go on the other side to get a better view and materialize daggers yet again and chuck it at the one in front of Lev. with the 24 to hit definitely a hit right and you can sneak attack since it's engaged with love. Twenty-one, twenty-five damage. Ooh, very nice. Once again, your psychic blade slams into one of these things, and its brain is rendered into inert jello, causing the thing to fold up. Its legs curling up underneath it as it rolls onto its side. All right, a brutal I'm gonna hit. Generate a second dagger and throw it at this guy in the back. I have sixty foot range. All right, not a sneak attack candidate. Yeah, twenty five to hit. Oof, yes. Does uh, do I add my dex for the second dagger for damage, or is this uh, a straight D four? Considered two weapon fighting, or is it considered a separate attack? Let me look it's, up. The uh, it's states that after you attack with a blade you can make a melee or range weapon attack with a second dagger blade as a bonus action on the same turn provided that your offhand uh, okay. is free the bonus action to an additional attack it's going to get your dex bonus it's not like two weapon fighting where you use a bonus action to fight with the offhand weapon that specifically doesn't get the bonus okay in that case it does five okay that's where fine. does he keep getting it's those fine. daggers from yeah, they just keep materializing nowhere, like a carnival show. Are you gonna move at all? Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Can I safely walk along the hedge like so? Yes. All right. Yep. It's gonna... solid. It will support your weight. And I will come over here. Good gob is walking on the wall. All right. The one just got hit in the back sees its chance for glory and it rushes to the other side of Waldrick. Lashing out at him. Oh, a crit. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, For a total of ooh. 24 bludgeoning damage. Waldrick <laughs> felt that. Yikes. And give me that strength check. Oh, no. <laughs> Seven. Yeah. Can I use my main and hand it, to so hold So it lashes out and just chunk. It grabs Wildrick right around the throat with one of its pinchers. Uh, the dwarf is now restrained. Wildrick, well, dis you disconnect know. your head from your body! <laughs> Do that! He's like, ah! Put the pincer on his throat. Oh, yeah. Gloopy, you need to save the day. <laughs> It, uh, oh, it's my turn? It is I... indeed your turn. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh. Oh, no. I don't know if I can save the day. I will. I'll run in. Which one is the one that is uh, is grappling him? This bad boy. Okay, I'm gonna go over there and I'm going to I'm gonna use uh, a, a fighting maneuver I picked up as a feat. I'm gonna use grappling strike. Um, immediately after you hit a creature with a melee attack on your turn, you can expend one superiority die and then grapple them as a bonus action. Okay. Um, so you need to make a melee attack first. And then when it hits, okay, do your damage or don't, and then use your bonus action to grapple. Uh, I know that what I'm doing with the weapons is more of like a visual flavor, but would I be able to swap to my quarterstaff from my sling? Yes, you can uh, manipulate an object for free once per round. Okay. So that's easy. I'm just gonna walk over and go bonk it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's. Oh god. Oh god. Uh <laughs> three plus five. Uh that's an eight. <laughs> oh right. So Goopy's rushing in with the intent to save the dwarf and just goes kabonk with her quarter staff on the hard carapace of the thing, which doesn't even take notice of her while it's choking the dwarf to death and bringing back its other pincher in a, a preparation go! to eviscerate him. Let him go! Let him go! <laughs> you have any other actions? Uh, I'm going to see if I have any bonus actions available. Um... Mm. Does that uh, maneuver uh, specify that you have to hit with the attack or just when you attack, spend the die and then use a bonus Immediately after you hit. So I, I won't be able to use that you because have I didn't hit. hit. Yeah. yeah, you missed. Okay. Um, but it means that you didn't have to spend the superiority die. Yeah. No, I guess I'll just, I'll just wait here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wildrick, save thyself. Mm -hmm. All right, Wildrick is going to 
he's facing the the one the, to the south and he's caught behind so he's just gonna reach behind and just try and bonk this thing in the claw <laughs> um, he's restrained so I think he's at disadvantage on his attack roll <laughs> right oh, no um, can't, your, your speed is zero can't benefit from bonus to speed attacks against you have advantage and your attacks have disadvantage okay because my worst roll was a 10 so 16 total that's a hit to hit um so i'm gonna roll all my dice and i'm going to use the feature of my feet crusher and i'm going to force it five feet away from me oh i think will break its grapple if i'm not mistaken yes yeah Yeah, get the fuck out of here scorpion boy um oh that's a terrible rolls but okay uh five bludgeoning (sighs) one radiant and one fire (laughs) But at least he's away from me. (laughs) Could have used... I'm thinking back on it now. Next time I would use my sorcery points to turn a spell into a bonus action. But it's okay. Uh, I like sitting on my pool of sorcery points. (laughs) (laughs) Save them for later. All right. So you smash it hard, sending the thing flying. It lands on its back and it quivers, flaming slightly from the impact of the flaming hammer. Um... Waldrick gets his revenge, it seems. Oh, nice. Uh, but its <laughs> companion uh, tries to lash out at the dwarf again, but can't get above armor class 15, so it goes ka-ting, ka-ting off of Waldrick's armor, unable to replicate the feet of its friend. Um, and that brings us around to Lev. I am going to attempt to... Um... Oh, actually, we only have one boy left, don't we? Mm-hmm. That's uh, so. In that case, Lev's just going to chuck a, another Eldritch blast at at this one. Fantastic! Two bolts. Let's go. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, does she, does she say Eldritch blast as she launches? Yeah, she goes Eldritch <laughs> blast. <laughs> Um, one's 18 hit and the other one is 23 both of those are hits fantastic yes so then we do um 10 a 10 and a 10 (laughs) so we have one with 10 and another one with six damage. So 16 damage. Okay. (laughs) All together. Uh, So you smash two Eldritch Blasts into the thing. Uh, You don't have any riders on your Eldritch Blasts from your invocations, right? Knockback or anything No, I don't think so. No problem. Uh, So those slam home and the critter turns like it's got a new anger target. But Goob Gob is first. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh Gugab looks at the weird critter thing and typically Gugab has a, a gruff low voice but um kind of thrills as he jumps off the wall um towards it with the dagger in hand trying to strike down. Get away from my money maker! And stabs it. 
tries to stab as he jumps off the wall. Fantastic. Uh, 24. Definitely a hit. All right. Things have Give me a G. But it's not plate mail. Give me an O. Give me a B. L I N. 22 damage. <laughs> okay. Why don't you describe our final kill of this encounter? Uh, just as soon as Goob Gob lands on it, it's just like repeatedly non-stop stabbing. <laughs> okay, so just bring this over and over again, like if Psylocke didn't care about the comics code. Sorry, I lost my composure. That's totally um, fine. I like when he loses her composure. As Goob Gob finishes killing that one, uh, some silence descends over the area except for the the casual flames that are still licking along the hedgerows on either side to the north and the the smell of the burning plants suffuses your nose little bits of ash are still raining down from the explosion just a few seconds ago the creatures themselves now that that they're no longer moving and you have a chance to study them they have that dull reddish carapace and they don't have um some of the features that you would normally uh associate with a scorpion they do have uh the the enormous claws they've got little black spots along the claws and a scorpion like tail but they don't have mandibles instead they have jaws with enormous fangs in them it's a, a little bit unsettling although mandibles are a different kind of unsettling so six of one half a dozen of the other with that uh devastation rot Gloopy uh, is also in position to notice that there's a set of drag marks in the soil just near her. Um, and they go that away. Oh. And I think before we begin that investigation, that'll be a good time to take our break for the evening. Sounds good to so. me. I hope you all have enjoyed the first half of this. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a short break. So get some snacks, stretch all your appendages, uh, and we'll be back here in just a little bit. And thank you all so much for supporting and stay here. We're going to have some more D&D fun for you. Be right back, y'all. See you soon. And welcome back, everyone. Hopefully you have secured your snacks and stretched all of your appendages for another fun-filled time of D&D and rolling dice as things are getting interesting here in the Maw of Many Worlds. So I will go ahead and hand it on over to our guest DM, Jesse, to get us started again. Thank you, Max. When we left off, you had annihilated these strange scorpion-like creatures with odd faces. And uh, Gloopy, the resident slime girl, had noticed drag marks in the soil of this strange forest-like room in the midst of a, an otherwise stony dungeon. Drag marks that led specifically to one of the nearby doors. Uh, of course, these are the same doors that appear to have been stamped out as if by magic, and all of them look identical. Um, but the rest of the room sure isn't identical to what else you've seen. Um, and it does raise questions. Uh, what were these things doing here? Who's been keeping them here? Obviously, they were hungry for people to eat. Um, so this isn't the sort of place that you just have a casual garden stroll. So this complex, whatever it is, uh, must have a minder um, because 
goodness, it doesn't make sense for a dungeon to just have a bunch of random monsters sitting around in rooms doing nothing but waiting for the PCs to come kill them. That's meta commentary. <laughs> I uh, I don't I don't think whoever owns these these little pets and she kicks one of the carapaces, I, I don't think they're gonna be very happy that they're all like you know, uh, dead. Well, we better uh, get moving then. Uh, also, there's definitely uh, someone was dragged through here. And I point, I point at the drag marks. <laughs> you could have led with that. The drag marks, the drag marks look like a, a furrow uh, about an inch deep, uh, very straight, and maybe six inches wide. It's not consistent with like feet from someone being dragged. It's more like someone dragging an object, a piece of furniture. Well, that's weird. Well, Waldrick, how you doing? How you feeling? <laughs> Is he also, and blood comes out of his mouth. I'll be fine. <laughs> He's just All kind right. of curling out. If you don't think you need a rest, then we, we should just be on our way. I'll never say no to a rest. I mean, <laughs> kick your feet off, you know. I'm sure they all need a rest. And he just points to everyone else in the room. I actually, I actually do need a little bit of a rest. I will take a quick break. Uh, I'll keep eyes open and uh, and then we'll get moving I think okay we, we're gonna try to take a short rest if possible <laughs> right pulling out uh, a, a bit of a bite to eat and a little bit of water or rum whatever is your pleasure uh, you try to get comfortable on the ferns that didn't get exploded in flames um, and it okay. seems that fortune is with you as um, time is passing and you're getting the opportunity to sort of catch your breath and recuperate a bit and every once in a while you'll hear that low moan again through the complex um, and sometimes Goob Gob will perk up suddenly as he hears something off in the distance but nobody comes stumbling into the room to check on the carnage so time spools forward <laughs> Your Warlock will recover spell slots, and you have the opportunity to spend hit dice to heal. Yes, spend hit dice. So 1d8. I think I accidentally clicked it without actually doing the dice. So <laughs> I'm going to do it manually. How much health did I... I lost, like... Eight health or something. So let's try to. Wondry oh, spins. not bad. Nine. I got a nine. To get all the way back up. Where would I? I, I guess I'll just keep. I would have just kept a watch while, while nothing happens. <laughs> that was my best yeah. roll so far, and it was just to get my HP back. <laughs> Eight counts. <laughs> Yeah, right? It could be worse. At least it's not from cooking soup again. <laughs> well, at least, we're, at least, we're all, you there. know, you've got your rest now, so we can go. I didn't obviously need one, but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever you say, Waldrick. But since you all happen to be chatty, and I prefer things to be quiet as I do my walk, uh, and, uh, 
Gob kind of does like a little finger script thing and uh, casts or uses a psionic power of psychic whispers. Okay. And chooses the three party members. And for seven hours, we can all speak uh, telepathically. Ooh. Fantastic. Oh my god, so this is so a... cool. There's so much I wanted to tell you guys, but like I was afraid that I was being too loud. Now I have like I can tell you everything what whenever I want to. That's like so cool. Oh my god. It Wildrick's eyes get wide. Are you reading my thoughts? Right now, do you know what I'm thinking? Like, if you think it in your mind, then yes, but like if, no. Unless you think about chicken soup. Sandwiches. Everybody stay out stay out of here. This is mine. Puppies. Very specific. Butterflies. <laughs> Rainbows, hearts. Those are very uh, nice things, but not on my mind at the moment. Gob immediately drops this, but no. And, <laughs> this was a mistake. And the thing you didn't expect is suddenly you can hear in the back of someone. Kill them! Kill them! Clive, <laughs> you have some sort of accent in your in your mind. Seems there's someone else in there with Lev. All right, let's just use our quiet minds, please. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Lev's just kind of like, shit, shit. <laughs> hey, uh, taps her shoulder. Not the first time I've heard that. Probably not the last. <laughs> <laughs> right, so just stay away from me. Anyways, uh, let's kick this door open. Does, right. does the door have like a, a hole? Any like keyhole? It's just got the same brass fitting on one side. Oh. It looks like it's made to be bolted from the side that you're on, so it opens easily enough. Um, the drag marks continue into this room to about here. Uh, there is a box. Fear my art skills, because they are terrible. Um, and loitering over this box uh, is a dark-skinned figure and for a half second you're like that's a, a dark elf and then no that can't be right um this entity is lean and muscular has very dark skin but with a, a reddish hue uh in various places around the the cheeks along the pointed ears around the eyes um the eyes themselves are completely red and you notice as he you're guessing, uh, glances up at the the sight of you entering the, the room. Um, his mouth pulls back for a moment, and he has fangs uh, in addition to the regular teeth that you would expect. He's dressed very simply in a leather harness, um, a simple halter, and uh, loincloth, um, thin leather boots. Um, he's got a rapier, that's uh, attached to the harness and he lunges to grab that but looks like he's also turning to rush through the other door uh, as he's clearly outnumbered of course do? it would be the door we don't <laughs> um Waldrick goes hang your eyes and just runs <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get an initiative order he goes first <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Waldrick told y'all his oh rules. No. It's up to you to rein him in if you if you need to. <laughs> uh 17. Right. Waldrick got uh, 17. 10. Okay. <laughs> One second so I can add these. 
Uh, Waldrick gets a 10. <laughs> I'm gonna let you guess. <laughs> um, Goob Gob got a 17. Lev got... One. <laughs> <laughs> one? Oh, no. I have been. <laughs> well, at least we got that one out of the way, am I right? <laughs> Gloopy got 17 as well. Um, whose dex is higher between Gloopy and Goob Gob? I have no bonus to dex. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I have no bonus either, so. Perfect. Oh my goodness. Ugh. All right. <laughs> I, I sense the the warlock's patron is getting involved here. <laughs> All right, looks like Goob Gob is first. Uh, yeah, Goob Gob's gonna kill first and ask questions later. All right, and runs in and uh, stabby stabs. He rushes forward, psychic blades emerging from his hands. Uh, uh, nine. Nine as your like attack total. That's embarrassing, yes. man. All right, gotta do better. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> oh no! All right, this guy's not even wearing armor, and he just nimbly sidesteps uh, with an unnatural fluidness that you did not expect, um, and uh, that attack misses. Gonna make your bonus action. Yeah. That's uh, happens to the best of us. Swings with a 20 to hit. <laughs> 20 will hit. All right. Curse you. Uh, five damage. Or no. Yes, five damage. Righty. Uh, so you ching, you wing the guy just a little bit. He, he flexes backwards uh, as you swing the blade at him. Uh, and it goes just over his torso, barely. He's very flexible in addition to very fast. Um, and fluid in his movements. Um, it's almost like he can see your swings coming. Um, but still, he scrambles backward a little bit, and it is Gloopy's turn. Okay. Um, yeah, you know what? Let's try this again. I'm, I'm going to run in, and I'm going to try to hit him. All right. Quarterstaff it is. Yeah. I'm going to say, you're not going anywhere. And then I'm going to use, I have a sorcery ability called Tides of Chaos. Once per oh, long oh. rest, you can gain advantage on one attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Before you regain use of this feature, before you regain use of this feature, the DM can have you roll on the wild magic surge table. Mm -hmm. after, okay. Mm -hmm. You then regain the use of this feature. Oh, okay. So at some point, uh, I guess there's like a back, a back, uh, backlash of of mm -hmm. magic for using this feature, right. and I, I yeah, don't know if you're you're bending magic now in order to gain an advantage. And at some point, there will be a cost. Something will happen that's okay. weird and random. All right. Um, as part of this, uh, I guess I will start with the attack. So. That's a 14 or okay, or an 8, so we'll go with the 14. Right. Uh, plus 5, your, 19. Plus 5, 19. Your quarterstaff swings, and you think that you're going to miss, and then at the last second, it just manages to clip his head. Go ahead and give me some damage. 
Okay, uh... That's nine bludgeoning damage. And I'll... I'll use my bonus action to, uh, turn into a grappling strike. So immediately after you hit a creature with a melee attack on your turn, you can expend one superiority die to then try and grapple the target as a bonus action. Add the superiority right. die to your, uh, to your check. Alright, make your roll. Um, as I do this, uh, as part of the, the race features, I can grow pseudopods and and two extra arms, so I'll grab two extra I'll grow two extra arms and all four of them will attempt to grapple him. Oh. Alright, this oh, is a special okay. attack roll. Uh nineteen plus three. That's twenty-two. Alright, so your multiple arms lunge out and grab onto this guy. Um and he struggles against your grab uh as he tries to get his rapier out of its sheath. Um, and you can feel he's extraordinarily strong, far more than you would have expected from someone of his elf-like frame. Um, you've been glommed. He, <laughs> <laughs> he has. Wait, he you're kind of you're kind of built. <laughs> uh, his skin is smooth, almost obsidian-like, with the aforementioned uh, reddish accents. I wasn't talking about you over there, Moobs. Woldrick. <laughs> um, and Woldrick is like, ah! and then sees both of his friends rush in before him. Is like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think he can fit in this half space, so I think Woldrick is going to be. Um, Woldrick, I got him. Squeeze. That what Woldrick? Woldrick doesn't squeeze. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he will cast a cantrip uh, so he will cast okay. sacred flame so Ooh. a dex saving throw 14 for the strapping young lad there alright I got a 15 on the die so yep there's a brief moment of glowing in the air and then sort of a puff of golden glitter that has no appreciable effect alright I see you alright Moobs, is the psychic connection always up? Uh, yeah, for seven hours. Okay, you guys are just hearing, like, the internal dialogue of, like, wow, he's pretty, his skin's pretty nice. <laughs> he's very strong. <laughs> uh, this was quite the mistake. <laughs> uh, anything else from Muldrick? No, that's it. Alrighty. Um, the the person struggles against the pseudopods and then he seems to vibrate the air be what looks like an after image and then suddenly there's a whoop and a rush of air and he's gone Ooh. your pseudopods left sort of dangling limply <laughs> splop yeah well now you don't let, you let him yeah. get away what he was he was right he was right here Lev comes through the door what on earth is going on? You're just kind of fine, though. Alright, I know, I know. Stop it, alright? We get it. You gotta kill us. I, I can't take it anymore. I'm dropping the spell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I thought to I her, know. it's kind of just become this, like, white noise in the back of her mind. Mm -hmm. 
So she doesn't really notice <laughs> it. But to everyone else, touch. <laughs> We're on piece it's of fine, it's fine. We're not listening to it anymore. We're all right. What's in the box? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, the box. Uh, What's in the box? In the box. What's in the box today? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, it's a, uh, a chest, certainly, um, that apparently was left with those scorpion-like things, but dragged over here recently by this guy. Um, because he was messing with it, it's currently unlocked, which is convenient for you. Um, go ahead and make your investigation roll and see what you can learn about it. Wait. What if... It's old, rusted iron. What if... What if these are his private belongings? Like, we probably shouldn't go through them. Oh, yes, we should. It's finders keepers. The name oh. of the biz. Are you sure it's not dangerous? Uh, we'll see with a 23 investigation. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, it has an ornate uh, lock plate on the front of it, and you set about checking that out with your keen thief's eye. Um, the interior, you can just see something that sparkles or glows a little bit. Um, you can't really tell what it is, um, but it's inside of the lock mechanism, and it looks like there's a very fine set of wires connecting it to the, the locking mechanism itself. Like, this thing is very, very carefully engineered with some sort of trap of a kind you've never seen before, possibly magical. Let me see that. I'm just going to do an arcana check on the books. Okay. If possible. Especially since this dude, like, just up and disappeared. Like, oh. I want to know what's up with that. Uh, 18. Um, there's no runes, no writing, no magical script on the box. It's not made out of any unusual material. It's literally rusted iron. The small crystal inside of the locking mechanism that you can just barely see when Goob Gob points it out um, might be magical, might be psychic, uh, without actually using a spell like Detect Magic or an ability that does that sort of thing. It's impossible to say, and you can't get a good enough look to tell if there's any sort of writing or inscription on it uh, that would be consistent with magic. But you can definitely see that there's some sort of assembly or mechanism in there. Um, uh, doing something as haphazard as just throwing open the chest would certainly be risky. All right, I've dealt plenty of magical chests. All right, let me try to walk this thing out here and fix out his tools and start trying to disarm the trap. Well, if they're going to be messing with it, let me take some steps back first. <laughs> and he just, like, steps back, like, 15 feet and puts his shield in front of him and just hides behind it. All right. Go ahead and give me that Thieves Tools roll. All right. Uh, 28. Yes. All righty. You insert your probes, and you're very carefully and delicately like inspecting the wires, all of which seem to be under tension. The crystal itself is suspended up against uh, some sort of metallic object in the back. And when you tap it with your, your probe, your metallic Thief Tool, <coughs> you hear a very high-pitched whine come from a ting, ting. Each time you tap it, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, 
And while you have the probe in there, there's a, a faint shimmering in the air, and then that strange fellow reappears right where he was just a, a few moments before. Um, much to your surprise. Uh-oh. We have to return well, to well, Browns. <laughs> Do you want to use I, the same initiatives we had? Uh, yes. I point at him with two of my left arms. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> that was my fault because I cleared it, but we weren't we were done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yep. You got me. I think they were i will give him a bird there we go great thank you yep no problem all right uh so we're back to goob gob who's in the middle of trying to disable this trap um <laughs> your choice you can keep working on it or you can do something about this guy who just suddenly reappeared out of thin air next to you and it wasn't uh, like he turned invisible he physically vanished from that space would me stopping the disarm attempt trigger the trap you don't know oh, <laughs> oh bloody hell someone cover me while i disarm this trap gonna keep trying yes yes <laughs> oh jesus oh god okay <laughs> all right Don't you get your ass back uh, in here uh so you continue working on the the trap and you are you feel like you didn't set it off but it's definitely more complicated than you expected there's something going on between this connection between the crystal and the metal plate behind it and you're, you're trying to move the crystal just enough that it loses contact and each time that you think you've got it uh your tool slips go ahead and give me another thieves tools check oh jeez. Uh, oh don't screw it up 27 Oof. 27 all right um you manage to get one of your hooked tools and you wedge a small piece of it around behind the crystal uh, and manage to separate it from the back plate piece, which you think is going to be just good enough that if it can't make contact, it can't activate whatever it is that it's supposed to do. So you've got it jammed and wedged in there, but the trap's not going to go off if you open this thing, you know, unless someone jostles your tool like by hitting the chest really hard. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. And I think we go on to Gloopy. Uh, yeah, I'll continue pointing at him, and I'm going to cast a Ray of Sickness at fourth level on him. Ooh, so, right. I think I have to roll to hit. Uh, make a ranged spell attack, yeah. Okay. Uh, also, I, I need to... I I'm not sure if you're familiar with the wild magic sorcerer, but whenever I cast a spell, you can choose to make me roll on the wild ma uh, save versus wild magic. There is a chance. Yep. I am okay. aware. <laughs> um, <laughs> 12 plus seven is nine, 19, right? <laughs> 19. Yes. All right. That's going to just clip him. Wow. So you do 2d8 wow. poison damage and he makes a saving throw. Oh, I'm casting at fourth level. Right. So you're kicking it up to 4d8, right? 5D8. No, 5d8. 5d8. Whew. Math okay. is hard, y'all. Math time. <laughs> Four plus one. So that's five. Seven. Oh, God. Okay, plus eight. That's uh, 15. And the last one, 
is another one. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> 16 poison damage. Okay. Is I just like jettison goop at him. <laughs> yeah, there's this spray of this vile green goop, and he shakes it off, lets out a cough, shouts something in a language that none of you understand. Um, he also and, has uh, to make a constitution saving throw or become poisoned. Yep. And uh, I have made my roll. Anything else from Gloopy? Uh, that's yeah. That'll be. Mm, I'll. <laughs> I'll step. I'll step between uh, Goob Gob and uh, the enemy, and I'll be like, "Can you see he's focusing?" Waldrick. <laughs> 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 Very white girl. <laughs> so she's like in between the box and like <laughs> Goob Gob. Yeah. And well, um, Goobgob's like kneeling down, and and he's got a probe in the the lock, and is like, "Don't jostle it." And Wildrick is like, "What's going on in there?" And he steps, and he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and I think that since we know we're in for the long haul, maybe some more battle music. Because <laughs> all right, <laughs> silly me, you thought we were done, but we're not. <laughs> no, no. Um. Okay, so Wildrick is gonna look forward. Based on the discussions of what's been happening between the players in this box, does he think that a dispel magic would get the job done, or is he better off letting Goob Gob do his thing? Uh, everyone who's checked it has said that it doesn't seem to be magical. It seems to be gotcha. some sort of bizarre mechanical trap. Okay. Um, then what Woldrick is going to do is he will step here, uh, and he can't quite get to the... Uh, the person, so he's just going to cast a guiding bolt at them. Always an excellent choice. That is a 19 exactly. <laughs> All right, another hit. That's 16 radiant damage, and right. the next attack is with advantage against them. All right, so the, the flare of radiance slams into this creature, shields his face against the flash with a grimace, and lingering motes of light are left hanging around his form, making it very easy to pick him out. Um, swing! He pulls his uh, rapier out, and he lunges forward at uh, Goopy with it. Hitting uh -oh. AC... 16. Well, I have an armor class of 10. Yep, so not good for you. Have <laughs> you heard of armor? Clank, clank, clank. You like look over at her and she ha basically she has the Starfire like bikini. <laughs> <laughs> Five points of piercing damage and then he stabs again with incredible Ow! speed. Hitting armor class 13 for an additional... 10 points of piercing damage. Oh, oh no, he's broken the membrane on the, the ooze. Um, and then he oh, no. kicks the door here and as a bonus action he disengages by leaping. He suddenly just bounds and springs. The Remember the ceilings are 15 feet high and leaps away from his confrontation with the slime girl. Oh my uh, god, he broke my nail! Room. 
you have I can mend it. You'll be fine. Rushes toward this other door. Lev. Hmm. Do I mayhaps go after him? They might know what I'm keeping the people we're looking for. What does the voice How? inside your head tell you to set to do? <laughs> kill them all. Kill them to kill you all, as usual. Oh. <laughs> How long do you have on that box, Goop? I don't know. A couple more seconds. A few more seconds. Just a few more seconds. Micro um, seconds. I'm just going to run around this corner and see where he's gone. Oh, there he is. I'm going to try to throw a chill touch at him. All right. For the 4,000th time and see <laughs> see how my spooky hand goes. You have advantage on this because of um, Guiding Bolt. Oh. Oh, in that case. <laughs> in that case, 26 to hit. Definitely a hit. Pug, Big numbies. Pug pug. Yeah. Yeah. The slime girl starting to rub off on Liv and she's like, yes. <laughs> I have hit him. Um, it's that valley valley gel accent. Yeah. Valley gel. Uh what is it? Two D eight. Uh Thirteen plus. All right. Wait. So the one, the one says plus one bonus to spell attack Ooh. rolls. Attack Is that rolls, the right? Hit? The roll to hit. That's yeah. Hit okay. Roll, but cool, not cool, the cool, cool. Cool. Normally. Excellent. Just so my brain is like understood the difference. So yeah, no thirteen. Problem. All right. So your chill touch lashes out as he's racing for the door and it grabs him by the back of the neck and he starts to grab at it and suddenly there's a crack sound and his head twists to the side at an unnatural angle and then his body slumps to the floor in front of the door got him him is it dead i'm not sure but he's incapacitated We could probably ask him a bunch of questions. Oh, son of that cracker. I doubt it. <laughs> I just like walk over and just like poke him. The body seems limp. Um, a little surprisingly, his body is also cold, like already. Ooh. Interesting. He's he's cold and limp. What do you want to do with them? Being a, a tiefling yourself, you think that this guy has a little bit of fiendish heritage as well. The fangs, the reddish coloration, like, like a tiefling drow or something? Hard to say exactly. Can I just like check out his body for stuff and things? <laughs> so you're, you're checking out his body. Pat him down. Right <laughs> his loincloth and his little. Wait, we're out of like, combat, right? For anything, for markings, for you are out of rounds at last. Yay! I'll poke my head I'll in. That. Okay. Uh, so you pat him down. Like I said, he's very simply dressed: just a, a harness, mm. a halter, a, a loincloth, some simple leather boots, and then he has the rapier. Um, and then along the harness across his chest, the uh, 
bandolier. He's got three of these large darts, not like the kind that you'd use in a, a, a bar, but like a foot long with heavy iron heads. Um, we should disarm him before he comes around. What do you mean Where's... he comes before he comes around? Where is he going? Uh, God well... manages. Uh, you hear it like a slight tink, and you think that the crystal is disconnected from the mechanism inside the chest. I think I got it. I'm just gonna like remove his weapons and toss them in a corner. Just. All right. You toss his weapons in a heap to one side. And uh, Waldrick sort of inspects the, the the body when they were saying that it's cold to the touch, fangs, like maybe right. make a religion of like maybe what is he dealing sure. with here? Absolutely. You're dealing with one slim, slim fat hunk. <laughs> uh, 11 plus five, uh, 16. Uh, this, whatever this creature is, definitely has fiendish heritage. Um, there's stuff that's reminiscent of uh, elves um, and something else in there. It's hard to specify. Like the musculature for his legs is odd. Um, th this guy is a, a mixture of a bunch of different things, but you can tell for certain that a little bit of it is fiendish, probably demonic. Um, the uh, rapier also, now that you, the two of you have the opportunity to see his weapons up close, you have no idea what that metal is that it's made out of. It looks like a, a lustrous black metal from certain angles. It, it seems almost silvery, but uh, again, until you bring up light, you can't tell colors in the darkness. Don't know if I want to touch that, but you're welcome to. Uh, I'll, I'll have a look at look at it for the can i specifically look at it for for arcana things sure absolutely like but, i uh, interestingly have a have <laughs> high sense of religion and yet none at all <laughs> 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 and yet nothing to do with it <laughs> like knock on the the door that we came through 16. and I'll be like we're looting to the goblin. <laughs> we are not looting. We are simply <laughs> saving ourselves. All right, Gloopy, just make sure it's all counted for. I want no hanky-panky. Okay. <laughs> no hanky-panky. What does that mean? <laughs> I wander back in. Keep your all right, six you hands to for yourself. Your arcana roll. Uh, 16. 16. Okay. Um, the metal is definitely foreign, like You've never seen a metal like this before. It has um, no writing or, or arcane runes on it. Um, like its holder, it's slightly cold to the touch. Um, you suspect that this is a magical alloy of some sort. Like it, it is an unnatural alloy that was forged with magical purpose to make this very thin, long, dark blade. Mm, I'm not sure what this is, but it's not natural that's for sure does it seem magical somewhat but i don't know from where. all right you touched it first and you're not dead so i'll touch it <laughs> can i like <laughs> all right can i try to arcana check it as they're passing it between each other absolutely 
Boldrick was going to uh, ritual cast and identify. Oh, all right. Never mind then. So he's going to take 10 minutes. Yeah. You, well, by all means, roll roll more. Oh, okay. You might know. Uh, or your, your roll. <laughs> Natural one. Um. <laughs> all right. It's a stabby thing. It's black. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, so I'll just be like, your... Goob said no hanky well, panky. Uh, Gloopy's trying to, to focus on the, this thing and as you're you know watching it change hands and going oh I wonder if that thing's magical you feel a, sort of a wrenching nauseating sensation for a moment uh, as it passes hands uh, and you realize that not only is this thing a, a magical metal which Lev had uh, already discovered but it almost feels like it's distorting the magic around you but you don't know if that's an effect of the blade or an effect of your wild magic itself um, oh. You think that staying near this object is personally risky for you? Just from that, Baldrick, <laughs> as he goes, identify, he just kicks it across the room. He's like, nope, none of that. Yeah, I'm like, that <laughs> That thing makes me feel like throwing up, and I don't even know if I can throw up. Except for like when I threw up on that guy in the other room, but that was on purpose. Right, so it skids along the floor and clatters into the corner. Um, you're pretty sure that the the hunk is dead, mostly because when a spell attack reduces someone to zero hit points, you gotta choose to render them unconscious. <laughs> so I, mean, I don't think he's waking up. <laughs> Excellent. Shall you we got, take what him do you want to do with that box? I'm gonna open it up. All right. You open up the chest, and inside it's completely black. Like, not magical darkness, but like it's filled with black liquid. As if the entire thing is filled to the lid with ink. Uh, immediately close the box. <laughs> Click. Nope. <laughs> uh, uh, Gloop, eh? Come here, please. Okay, I'll wander, I'll wander back into the other room. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if you have like a gloop relationship with other gloops, but there's like black ink in this box and I don't know. I think no, all slimes it. know all other slimes. You're the first one I met, so I have no fucking clue, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm fiberglassed that you could actually speak and throw up and shoot gloop webs and God knows what else you can do. Uh. Okay, I'll open the box. <laughs> All right, you open the box. It's filled to the top with some sort of black inky substance. Um, and sure enough, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a black slime. Um, it's at repose, but the surface of the slime ripples slightly as slime recognizes slime when you open the box. Uh, can I? All right, can I? <laughs> Can I animal handling the slime? Wait, absolutely animal handling the slime. Oh my god. <laughs> Aww. Um, you're not gonna merge with it, are you? Hi, friend. I rolled some. Uh, seven plus minus one, so six. <laughs> you get a six. Okay, so, so she says, oh, hi, friend, and reaches out, and a, a pseudopod forms up out of the slime, and it rises up like a large black lump, um, 
And then if you've ever seen ferrofluid before, suddenly spikes burst out of the surface of it, pointing out in all directions in, in a defensive sort of maneuver, and it pulls back slightly like an angry cat. Uh... Close the box, close the box, close the box! <laughs> uh... How do we close the box without hurting the thing? I don't want to hurt him. I'm just going to step away from the box. It's a slime, Alan. Who knows? <laughs> Shut uh, the box? No, I'm not shutting it. Okay. I'll try to speak uh, with it. Whatever. Uh, I guess I'll... Yeah, uh, can you... <laughs> Make your hand into a heart shape or something. <laughs> um, we weren't trying. We weren't trying to hurt to harm you. Just go back into your box. Unless this isn't your box, are you being held prisoner against your will? And I just go off on like <laughs> the um. Uh, so so you start just chatting at the slime, and slowly the the spikes recede back into the pseudopod, and then it lowers itself back into the, the slime body uh, as it becomes clear that you're not going to try and attack it. You're not immediately hostile. But it obviously doesn't seem to communicate vo uh, verbally. And so that's why I can make pseudopods. Can you also make... I mean, I guess you did just make a pseudopod, but and I'm just still going as it lowers. <laughs> You hear the next year, what the hell's a pseudo frog? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's in the box. Left's just going to come up to the door and just, what is going on in here? It's like a gloop in it, like gloopy, but but black but, and smaller. Hmm. Interesting. I think gloopy talked it to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Can I poke it? Can I try to put my hand in there? No, please. Whatever you do, don't do that. <laughs> Why not? It just turned into like a spiky ball thing, like it's going to stab you. Yes, if it thinks you're going to attack it, I would too. You know, she makes a fair point. Lev's <laughs> just going to slowly just like hold it, just very, very, very slowly watching for any movement kind of gently put her hand closer to the puddle of goop. Okay. Lev reaches Not that toward goop, the, the black goop. The the box. <laughs> and as as Lev reaches <laughs> the the surface of the slime shivers slightly and then it bows downward like to avoid her hand. He's not very friendly. Hmm. Interesting. This is similar to to the wall in the other room. What or the happened? wallet thrums. Yes. Exactly. You hear another <sighs> pass through the, the chambers of this dungeon, um, and you feel a, a rush of wind come sort of through the, the room with the, the ferns. It causes the surviving plants to wave in the wind, and the breeze passes by you and uh, into the room with the dead man, whatever it was. Um, and then you feel the entire dungeon seems to shift slightly, like the the whole thing is 
tilting at a slight angle. And then it tilts back the other way, keeping you just a little bit off balance, just a few degrees. And then it settles again. All right, we need to get the move on and find these fucking people so we can get the hell out of here. Well, I'm going to close this door and mark an X on it. Nah. <laughs> Let's keep on moving and... Goob, also close the box, but take it with you. Wait, we're taking him with us? Yes. I will name him... Why not? Gloob. Because you're Goob and I'm Gloopy, so... Yep. <laughs> Wait, does this mean we're... Oh, it's parents. We are now. <laughs> Lev's eyes roll all the way back in her head. Oh, oh, she like oh. goes back into this, to the other room. I don't want on purpose. You better let take care of myself. <laughs> right. well, I'm... Whatever. Let's uh, let's just keep going. Sensing a sort of you walk at all water at moment. <laughs> so do we oh. just kick? Oh, he's gone. I, I removed the token because we don't mock another body. I don't think anyone's like, casting anime just dead like on him. Kicks his body to the side to get to the door. Right. Shove. Is there okay. uh, any just passive? I'm not going to actually shoot, but if there's a secret room that triggers my passive perception, thing. Uh, passive investigation. Not here. No. Okay. All right. Is this so... another identical door? Exactly. It's bizarre that all of the doors are exactly the same like that. I forgot to ask, but was there a ceiling in the garden? Yeah, but it's 40 feet up. Okay. Um, Lev's just going to open the door slowly. Right. Peek on in there. You peek open the door and you see several oh. more of those dark-skinned oh. figures with the, the reddish accents. Um, some male, some female, or masculine, feminine. Uh, they're all fairly androgynous, well-built. It's um, uh, kind of a fast little. Um, around the corner, you can't see it from where you are, but there's an eerie greenish light that's illuminating the chamber from up in the northern side around the corner that you can't see around. Um, as you, you fling open the door, the one that's closest to the door immediately spins, aware of your presence, uh, apparently with incredibly sharp senses, uh, shouts something that uh, is in a language that you, you don't understand. Utsikar! Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I think he means cast fireball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we all go back in there. <laughs> uh, are we Are we going None of us understood what he said. In? Nobody understands wanted... that language. Okay. I guarantee it. I um, have your character sheets and everything. Okay, cool. I'm just I'm just going to turn to my fellow travelers and just say they they're aware of our presence. Ready yourselves. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Lippy? I'm sorry. Uh, I laugh, but I'm nervous. Do they seem hostile as uh, uh, Goob Gob kind of shoves the other body into a corner that's out of sight? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that? <laughs> um, 
and uh, they seem very cautious. Uh, the one up front here has a another one of those black rapiers that he draws. Uh, the one behind uh, seems more feminine and pulls out a great sword made of that Ooh. same silver black material with the green firelight coming from the north. It illuminates it very eerily. Um, what Since do you want to do? Hi. Yet, <laughs> can mm -hmm. I can I use my um, thaumaturgy and basically like from I don't know how I can't I don't know if I can ping um, but like from the back wall between those two kind of radiate right you know that 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 whooshing sound that we tend to get the thrumming sound mm -hmm. can i try to replicate that on the back wall and just see how these how they react to it absolutely yeah. okay so with a, a quick gesture you summon some of the forces of your patron and there's another rush of air and a low groaning sound and then, which you definitely did not do, Lev, you hear the rumbling of stone grinding against stone, and then a, a deep, gravelly voice that seems to come out of the walls themselves that says, mm -hmm. I live again. That was not me. All right, I then, have her eyes. Let's go. I must say out loud. <laughs> Hi, we're here. We we were sent by the Department of Justice with the Runecasters. <laughs> before, um, the... before you go in there, Waldrick, do you want me to throw a fireball? <laughs> I want you to follow your weird and twisted heart, so go for it. I'm just going to do it because basically I want to light this room up. Like, basically, Lev understands that shit is about to go down and she wants to just light the place up before we get jumped on, basically. Fantastic. All right. Let's throw some initiative. Oh, boy. <laughs> 20. Yeah. We oh did it. We did it. All right. Okay. <laughs> Um, do you guys want to know what Waldrick's initiative is? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's, it's zero. <laughs> yes, it's zero. <laughs> Does that make um, you the out of kill you before you can act? I relish zero. this as a dungeon master. Um, Waldrick's what was just Loopy's? like, I'm out, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Loopy rolled a two. A two? Okay. What was Goob Gob? Uh, mathing 13. Oh, we're screwed. In levels 20? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> this is where we die. A zero? What? Me. All right. Here All we right. go. Battle music go. time. All right. This All right. fireball is just going to head for that mid middle lad. Oh, you got three that are faster on the draw than you. So you pull out your wand to oh. Abraka Flame. Oh, God. And they react faster than you can get the spell off. Oh, this no. one goes up into that area of firelight that you can't see, and you don't know mm -hmm. what it's doing mm -hmm. down there. Um, this one steps over here, pulls out a wand of its own, and points it at Lev while she's in the middle of spell casting. Um, and several unerring darts of mystical force launch from it and slam into the warlock 
inflicting 10 points of force damage. You just got <gasps> Wild West <laughs> gun slung. <laughs> like, Is that right. Han Solo? <laughs> got outdrawed. <laughs> and then this one that also has a rapier leaps forward and then lands thump, right in the doorway and lunges with rapier. Oh my goodness, the dice are not on your side today. Oh no. Scoring a critical hit against the <gasps> no! Oh no! Oh no! Doing a whopping 16 points of piercing damage. Kill them all. <laughs> your patrons um, in your head going, are you going to let them do that to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are and now it's fireball time. Take that. <laughs> um, yes, I was in. I was literally in the middle of casting fireball. So we we are going to commit to the casting of fireball. And we have a six, a six, a six, and another wow. six. So that's what twenty-four. Oh my gosh! Whoa. Yep. And then we are literally on fire. <laughs> what was that? Twenty-four plus thirteen. So 34. thirty-seven. Yeah. Oh. This is exactly why I have the calculator app open when I play D and D. Oh, you smart! <laughs> Alrighty. That's like so smart. This one manages to take a little bit of cover. The one with the wand sees what you're doing and takes cover behind uh, his friend and manages to evade the brunt of the blast there. Um, oh, he's like so much smarter though. <laughs> so it would seem. All right, got any other actions? Uh, I have, I have cast this, um, uh, as a reaction, can I use Hellish Rebuke on the dude in front of me, or is that not? Uh, since he just stabbed you, yes you can. Excellent. Um, so what's that, 3d10. Oh, oh it hurts so bad. <laughs> Hopefully, we can we can hope we can hope it do. <laughs> uh, that is a a sixteen. Okay, and my spell save DC I think was a fifteen against you, or is that against? Uh, oh, actually, wait. This is a ninety. Oh, this one's got <laughs> like tens. Okay, so that's actually seventeen, nineteen. My bad. All right. So the hellish reboot uh, engulfs the creature in flames. It winces at the the fire licking over its body. Obviously, didn't like that. All right. This one, another feminine one, uh, starts casting a spell, um, and it unleashes a clerical spell, so Walden would recognize that bless spell to assist its allies. Then the the, the feminine one with the great sword um, moves up here 
and shouts something at its companion with the rapier. Probably something about get out of my way, jerk. <laughs> Goob gob. All right. Goob gob is going to power slide under Lev and throw uh, a uh, ethereal dagger at the nice. rapier guy. With a. Uh, does a 17 hit? 17 will just hit. They're incredibly nimble. All right. Uh, 21 damage. Right. Felt that the uh, the rapier fighter pauses momentarily and clutches at his head for a second as the psychic blade impinges upon his consciousness, causing dissonance, but then quickly resumes his guard before Lev can take advantage of the opening. All right. And Got then as an attack, bonus action, gonna stab him with a, another dagger. That is a <laughs> more different psychic blade. 16, though. 16 will hit exactly. Oh, snap. Okay. Uh, 16 AC is not bad for no armor. You try and get that without playing a monk. <laughs> uh, and that is six damage. And or then Goobgob's gonna somersault back behind. Uh, flip, back flip. Here. He's out of the way. All right. Still, it does not fall. Gloopy, your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> Lev is, Lev is not going to like this. I'm going to squeeze into her space to the point where I'm standing right in front of her, but I'm not going to go around. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go through her. You just it's sort like, of yeah, around. Yeah, I sort of like slide like, in disgusting. and around her. It's, it's, yeah, it's gross. Oh, uh, Lev, you've been slimed. I'm, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm then going to throw a vitrolic sphere against the back wall so i take this like volleyball sized goo and i just toss it over there um a one foot diameter ball of emerald acid streaks there and explodes in a 20 foot radius sphere actually if i threw it to the center of the room could it hit everyone uh 20 foot radius yeah it looks like it's a 35. What's it across? 15. Uh, um, or 30 feet across. Um, so if you've got 20 foot radius, you can easily say that we lobbed it here. Go four squares in every direction, right? Okay, so cool. We get those guys and these guys. I serve it like a volleyball. <laughs> um, it lands there, and each creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw, DC 15. On a failed save, they take 10d4 acid and another 5d4 acid at the end of their next turn. On a success, they take oh, half brutal. the initial damage and no damage at the end of their turn. No continuing damage. All right, die roller. Don't fail me now. <laughs> All right. I've got some saves. You got some damage? Yes. Uh, 10d4. Okay. I think... It's a lot. I think there's a die roller on here. A 10d4? 10d4. Wild. 
one, two, three, four, five. Okay, here we go. So it is a. Oh. Oh no, go down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is my first time using uh, the DD Beyond dice. Uh, okay, roll. Uh, oh my god, that's so low. 19. <laughs> <laughs> wow, on 10d4? On 10d4. Um, little below okay. average. It's a two, a two, a three, one, 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 one. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> All right. Um, give me one moment. You feel that that's you're, what you you're get for rubbing off on me. The acidic power <laughs> for the the spell. You you serve it up and you blast it out there. It explodes in this spatter of uh, vitriolic goop. But you also feel. The strange, like warbling vibration of the magical energies as you pull them together, um, and this is unlike anything you've felt before. You've had your share of wild surges vibrate through your system before, um, and uh, this is different. It, it's almost like being in this place has made things go wrong. Um, the uh, spell goes off, but at the same time. Um, there's a tremendous explosion of flower petals that blasts out from the, the center of the room. And as they rain down, when they hit the floor, they seem to turn into tiny little flowers with branches that pick themselves up and start running around like two inches tall, <laughs> bumping into walls, bouncing off of things. Uh, 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 yeah, I meant to do that. <laughs> Waldrick's just so stunned like <laughs> everyone like, is just stunned awkwardly wait. slide back through Lev like <laughs> right. the guy in the through doorway takes the, the blast also of the vitriolic spear in his back uh, and it just melts him he literally falls to pieces this sack of melting bones and flesh uh, from the, the blast of the spell um, and like a car wash, you so, see like the the wash coming, Lev, and it's like, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, the 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 femme with the great sword survives and grits her fanged teeth. Um, let's see. These two also get very badly burned, but not destroyed by the power of your vitriolic sphere. Uh, anything else? Um. Am I holding the chest with the black goo in it? I believe so, because it's your goop, buddy. Okay, I just give it a, a like a, a soft rub, and I'm like, don't worry, every, everything's going to be totally okay. <laughs> I don't know what just happened in there, but... <laughs> All right, Waldrick, it's your turn. Waldrick looks at everyone, he goes, Get the hell out of the damn door, all right? Back it off, let him come to us! <laughs> and he casts... Guardian of Faith. Ooh. And he's going to plop this mamma jamma right there. Bonk. Oh and boy. He casts this uh, spectral guardian, this large size that looks like a plate armored giant version of himself almost as it just stamps down and hits its own hammer against the shield. And then Wuldrick is just going to take a couple steps back and uh, let it work 
and mechanically <laughs> any creature that's hostile to me that moves to a space within 10 feet of that guardian makes a deck saving throw if they fail they take 20 radiant damage if they pass they take 10 they take 10 and this guy lasts until he does 60 damage total all right um that's pretty brutal uh when it appears there there's a crunching sound as several of the tiny little flower bud critters are crushed under feet and they emit large puffs of pollen uh, and those rain down on your radiant servant without any effect on it Ms. okay <laughs> Lev just does <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> You hear um, uh, more shouting from around the corner in the, the green firelight. Clem! Clem! And then the sound of a boot hitting someone. And, uh, oof! Please don't kill me! Do the flowers make any noises? Flowers are not making noises. Okay. Uh, the one with the wand, um, who took that nasty hit from the vitriolic sphere... He wipes his mouth and looks angry and waves the wand again and points it once more at Lev. Launches another series of magic missiles into the warlock saying, uh -oh. who's gonna keep standing? Only you had a shield. You're being you're, hit you're by magic, magic missiles, missiles Lev. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. This time... My mini fiend wanted it's to enter the room. And uh, Lev gets <laughs> clobbered by four bolts of force. It seems that he's oh. escalating uh, for 14 force damage. He's just on the ground, like. <laughs> <coughs> With bits of pollen, Lev's just turn. like. Help me. Help me. Oh no! That for the warlock. Help me die. Uh. <laughs> I told you to get the hell out the damn door. Nobody listens to Waldrick. No. Nobody listens uh, to Waldrick. She couldn't move. She was already there the whole time. Well, Waldrick, doesn't she doesn't care. look so good. <laughs> I think she's like dying. Uh. <laughs> she just, I just this like. This one casts the spell and heals from its own wounds. I just like crawl a little bit over here into the corner of the room <laughs> <laughs> and nice. wrap into the fetal position waiting for sweet darkness to take me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, predictable hello darkness my old friend moment. <laughs> All right. The the one with the great sword here takes a, a wild swing at the giant radiant construct there. But I believe it's just a construct of energy. You can't actually yeah. harm, right? It's spectral. Apparently, yeah, this warrior doesn't seem to know that. You notice that um, she's pulled out a great sword and she pulls back and then she looses her left hand and swings this six foot long black sword with one hand. Oh. <clears throat> and it just boom, passes through the, the radiant servant. Uh, she looks a little bit confused, frustrated, and annoyed by that. Good gob. Move, you're muted. Thank you. Goobgob's mm. gonna run forward and throw two daggers at uh, the wand person. 
Alright. Alright. Uh, 20. That's a hit. That would do 9 damage. And then the second dagger is a 22. So I hit. And that would be uh, 7 damage. Okay. Then pop out of the doorway. Alright, so you... you rush over, send two of your psychic blades flying into the creature with the wand of the caster. Oh, ah! Takes the hits with a, a, a small expli uh, expletive of some sort in whatever language it is they speak. Um, and then pauses for a moment, licks his teeth quite visibly, and grins with a sort of step-on-me-more-daddy look. <laughs> oh my god! Well, Google's not about that life. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they were wearing leather straps. Yep. <laughs> Gloopy. Uh, I'm gonna take a look over at uh at my ally, my, my love. Is she? She look okay? She's not okay. <laughs> not at all okay. She's just like. Ugh. <clears throat> Did our benefactors uh, graciously gave us maybe healing potions as a, a good will gesture of making sure we survive? Only if you picked that as one of your starting magic items. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um... The thing about your benefactors is they didn't actually care if you survive or not. Mm -hmm. Got some just... Amanda Waller vibes. You just sit this one out, okay? <laughs> um i'm gonna i'm gonna peek into the room and i'm gonna use my two bird sling um first trying to strike the guy in the front okay uh so that is oh. <laughs> that's a natural one <laughs> no all right, your your slimy arm slings out uh, a lead bullet, and it just sort of goes thunk onto the ground, very anticlimactically. Uh. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, you better stay away from that from that bullet. It's gonna explode any moment now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just wait. Alas, but Here. they don't seem to understand your language. Yeah. Um, Voldrick. Can I move after yeah. I attack? Uh, unless you have some more? Yes, you can. Okay, I just want to step out of Voldrick's way. He oh, if I knew that, I would have done that at the, the very door. start. <laughs> just my ass the door has been cleared. Door. It's a miracle. Oh, fucking finally! Good job, everyone! Great job! <laughs> and he, he steps over here to Lev. He's I like, deserve what I got. Shut up! I hate when people make me do bracely things. I have better uses. And he, he reaches down, um, and he is going to cast a cure wounds at third level um, on Lev. <laughs> yes, and he and he complains about it the whole time. You see what happens when no one listens to Waldrick? You get hurt, <laughs> and you make me do priestly things that I don't like to do. Well, then leave me to die, Waldrick. Oh, shut up. You're no good to me, dead. Do all your weirdly bimbly bimbly shit. Uh, 15 HP. 
All right, Lev's no longer in immediate danger of dying, which is probably a good thing. If you didn't drop your <coughs> stupid giant light man, I <coughs> could have healed myself. It's nothing to do with this. All I said is get out of the door, let them come to us, and he'll start <laughs> whacking. But no, nobody listens to Waldrick. He's just a little crazy troll for forges all day. That's his turn. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm going to give Wolfric inspiration. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. What do we got? Uh, there's definitely something going on in the green firelight area. You hear some more smacking of someone getting pushed around and some more, please don't kill me. Uh, the guy with the wand, um, he points the wand at the door, and he stands there waiting. You're not sure what he's doing. Lev, you're up, and you have some hit points again. Yes. <laughs> um, I can see this guy in front of me. The, uh, is that broadsword, Lass? Uh, this one here is a two-handed yes. sword that's being used in one hand by this femme-looking version of these things. Yes. Um, I shalt... Mm. If I poison... If I try poison spraying it instead, it won't affect the... Um... The Spectral Guardian? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to just, like, push out of my way, goob. <laughs> I push past him. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm going to poison spray that, that one in the doorway. Okay. Make sure that you get uh, close enough. Poison spray is notoriously short range. As you pass by, and I'm like, oh, you're looking much better. It's Your eyeliner is a little... From here. <laughs> so, yeah, that puts you at two squares, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> thirteen. <laughs> All right. How much? These 15? guys are so chaotic. Thirteen. One was a natural one. 13. The other one was twelve. <laughs> All right. Our dice, um, much like the government, the does not like us. <laughs> well, oh, no. The dice don't seem to be favoring the. The woman in front here, uh, question mark, and your poison spray just blasts right into her face and all over her upper torso. She coughs a little bit and then collapses sideways onto the ground. As she falls over, she crushes several of the flowers, and more big clouds of pollen are emitted. <coughs> Anything else from Love besides the sneeze? Um... Oh, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I would like to, again, once again, move out of the way if possible. Finish your move? Yeah. She's just going to go back to her little corner. Heck out of there. Yeah. All right. Um, this one, who had previously cast a healing spell, is going to attempt to dispel the Spectral Guardian. Mm. Ooh. Mm. It is a, um, it's fourth level spell. 
Yeah, not with this roll. So, uh, yeah, chants and intones some words, uh, and they seem to have no effect, and the creature seems very frustrated by this failure. Um, then it moves... here to get a little bit of cover. Goob gob. I'm kind of at a standstill at this moment. Not not great placement on my part, but you know what? That's fine. Yeah, you're whittling them down. Uh, what can I do here? Alright, as a bonus action, Goob is gonna use cutting action to dash. Okay. And then he's gonna take a deep breath. Like, <gasps> and then climb against on the walls to avoid touching the flowers. Right. When you get to the front of the door, please stop as a ready okay. to action goes off. Uh oh. That's here. The wand user uh, does his thing. So he whips the wand around in a, another sort of half um, And there's a sudden explosion of nauseating yellowish gas that fills the room that you are all in. It spreads into mm. the corners. All areas heavily obscured. You can't see anything uh, further than your hand in front of your face. And everybody needs to make a constitution saving throw. This is a poison effect. Oh boy. Uh, I have advantage against poison. I have resistance against poison. Nat 20. 22. This does not, uh, damage. All right, so Voldrick is fine. Oh, so this is first poisoned. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have advantage for that. Right. Now, technically, you're supposed to make this roll at the start of your turn, but we'll just get it out of the way now. Oh, okay. Oh, that's my bad. I was like, so we're we rolling, let's Waldrick go. Is save. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 24. Ooh, what you got? 10. Okay. Alright, Goobgob fails his saving throw. So you get to the doorway, the stinking cloud spell goes off, and Goob is immediately overcome with incredible nausea and stomach cramping that causes him to suddenly lose his lunch, which is probably a new phenomenon for him, because he usually eats garbage stew. Uh, and that stinking bug causes you to spend your action retching and reeling. <laughs> oh, no. Um, however, the spell only says you spend your action retching and reeling. It says nothing about your bonus action. See near your dash. Uh, <laughs> While <laughs> retching and reeling. Spraying all the way. As I'm running up the walls, there's just vomit everywhere. <laughs> As I'm like, the vomit comet. Vertically running across. <laughs> Are these still 15 feet high, Jesse? Yes. Okay. When you get to the corner here, you yeah. see this guy, the the green circle there. Um, I had actually put down a, a little scribbled circle, which I'm going to add back in. Oh, that was my, my, my like fault. I put glowies. <laughs> uh, right. It's fine. There's a, there's a spiral on the floor here. It's about 10 feet in diameter, and it's made of green fire that seems to be leaking out of the stones themselves. And you see that this... This guy here is standing just behind the, the far end of the spiral, the outer edge of the spiral, um, and he's kicking what looks to be a normal human who's wearing tradesperson's clothes, you know, a little muffin cap and a tunic and whatnot, uh, to force this guy to walk on this flaming spiral. 
Yikes. Okay. What? Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big yike. Finish his movement to get next to this guy and just continue to vomit all over him. Just. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I guess Gloopy, that's all I can do because I'm vomiting. Right. Uh yeah, I made my save. I'm I'm I seemingly have no idea why everyone else is bombing and retching. Right. What's going on? Uh but it, it's my turn. Yep. So I will squeeze through the space of the uh the the thing you summoned. Spirit guardian guardian of 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 ectoplasmicness. Yeah. Um I realized as soon as I said it that spirit guardians is a totally different thing. It's a fourth level spell that everyone uses. It's a cleric. I'll get in here and then I will cast. I'll cast. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm still holding the the chest with the with the slime in it, right? You are. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock on it. I'm gonna say things are looking dire. I need your help, and I'm gonna unlock it and then launch it towards you. Unleash the slime. I unleash the slime. You. <laughs> okay, uh, so you open the chest and uh, and hurl out this incredible mass of black slime. Gloob, I choose you. Putting like, on the floor. <laughs> All right. Um, Max, can we add a token ad hoc for the slime? This was unexpected. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm working on making an ad hoc token for your person in the fire, too. Okay. Uh, they're not going to be an initiative, so I'm not worried in about that. In the meantime, a... I will use a... Um, I will use sorcery points to use... Uh, where is it? Quicken spell. You, because I assume that throwing this was an action, right? Right. Okay. When you cast a spell that's casting time of one action, you can use two sorcery points to change the casting time to a bonus action. That's correct. So I will... What do you want to cast? Uh, I will cast a fourth level Ray of Sickness on the dude in front of me. Right. So you channel the power of the wild energy that surges through you, like vibrations through your goofy body, uh, and then reach out to slam a, another poisonous bolt into the spell caster who had just cast the stinking cloud. And as you do so, his wand twitches in your direction. Reaction counterspell, fourth level. <gasps> oh. He countered my gloop. Where was uh, Goob placed? Uh, uh, is here. He was just launched from the chest right in front of her. That's not it. No. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a time, y'all. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll be fine. I'll get it. I can't even see anything that's going on. I'm just cowering in the corner, trying not to die, even though I don't care <laughs> if I do. <laughs> no, when I'm counterspelled, it's going to take my spell slot, right? It's yeah, it's gonna destroy the spell and consume those sorcery points. Okay. Awesome. Two sorcery yeah, points very, down and one third level spell slot. <laughs> very frustrating. So all right. And I think that's it for your turn. Yep. Because you've moved, acted, and bonus acted. So we're up to Woldrick. Woldrick's like, get out of the room, get out of the room. <laughs> As he's trying, he, like, he didn't affect, he was like, 
He's trying to hold his breath. Um, yeah, because and... Lev's in the corner dying, and also now it's like you're in the room of the worst of farts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Waldrick is going to cast... Um, at his third level... Spirit Guardians. And he is going to designate all of his friends to be unaffected by it. And you will have 15 feet of swirling golden hammers all around him. All right. Alrighty, we knew it was only a matter we'll... of time. You have fourth level cleric spells. This was inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit's kind of hitting the fan. So I <laughs> figure. All right, and he is going to spend his oh. movement going right here. Okay. Are you going to designate the slime as hostile or not? Uh, No, and I'll stand here instead because I forgot he was there. Slime is friendly, so all friends. You hope. <laughs> I think the slime is friendly. Don't worry. I think I, I think I can tell him we're friendly. All right. And that is, uh, I believe, Uldrich's turn. Yes. Because spell and move. All right. Uh, the guy up in the corner here kicks the human once more. The human keeps walking on the flaming spiral. Uh, the spellcaster with the wand, he's starting his turn in your spirit guardian, which is going to be bad for him. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is a... All right. Give me the damage. Oh, no. The wisdom saving throw. Not the strength of these guys. 15 radiant. Oh gosh. Okay. He survives the brutal pummeling from the, the wall of um, radiant hammers, but obviously has taken its toll, leaving him bleeding and bludgeoned. Um, he rushes over here to the other guy and says, Kren, Kren! And then he leaps onto the flaming spiral and starts following the human behind it in the, that weird sort of inward walk. Love. Uh, just gonna crawl. Can I, can I even go past this giant yeah. monstrosity? It's okay, spectral. Cool. It's yeah. Sweet. Incorporeal. She's just gonna, like, <laughs> Wonder who I how, wait. How far can I move? Uh, unless you're encumbered, you should have a move of six squares. So that's like thirty feet or something. Yeah, yeah. Thirty feet is six squares because each square is five feet. Uh, er. You eh. went two to get out of the corner. Eh. Uh, let me in. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm like over here. Excellent. Okay. So we have a peasant man, and then we have three spooky things. Um, I will. Oh, I can't get close enough to do anything that's not going to just be terrible for everybody. <laughs> 
Um, I shalt. I might chill touch. I'm gonna try to chill touch. Wait, is the one that's in the green light? Is that the one that's um this one? Is that the one that is uh harassing this man's mostly? Yes. And then the one up on the far north is the one that has the wand. Gotcha. Um, I think I'm going to try to chill touch the one at the top. Okay. Take your best shot. <laughs> We're trying. Uh, 20. Nice. That's a hit. Five. Excellent. Oh, oh yes. Gosh. Oh, yes. Nice. And then nine. All right. So your your chill touch, the ghostly hand launches out. Unlike the other one that got grabbed and had his head twisted off, the chill touch jumps at the uh, the enemy mage as he's walking on this flaming spiral, and he sees it coming. But it's like he's so committed to this walking the spiral that he refuses to get out of the way and it just launches itself straight into his chest and you see the incorporeal hand pass through his chest and grip his heart from the inside which causes him to suddenly fall over and then the green fire of the spiral erupts around him into a column of flame there's a smell a bit like burnt bacon and then when the flame recedes his body is completely gone <gasps> got him <laughs> <laughs> she says very satisfied with herself <laughs> hmm. does Lev have any other actions remaining um, move and spell. no we just moved and we did that and I think I think that's it okay my carry uh, move will just be to let my mini fiend out of the door again because <laughs> this one shifts over here to get to be next in line on that weird flaming spiral and then launches a beam of light scintillating at Gugob. No. And armor class 16. I have, if this is, is a attack spell, I have a cloak of displacement that they attack at disadvantage. Oh, fantastic. Well, Drake, they right. seem to be doing some kind of messed up conga line. Well, yeah. The, well, we're uh, just going to stop this dancing right here. <laughs> the, the spray of vomit just leaves a, a trail that goes straight to Goob Gob, and he follows that trail up with this beam of light that smashes into the goblin. Uh, you get hit by an upcast uh, guiding bolt. Ooh. So that's going to do 17 radiant damage. Oof. And Goob Gob is left sparkly. Once you get glittered, you can never get it off. <laughs> <laughs> it is now Goob Gob's turn. Having gotten out of the stinking cloud, he is able to act freely again. Oh, fucking finally. All right. Uh, Goob Gob is just going to jump down. Probably the first time in his life he's ever had an upset stomach. <laughs> <laughs> 
Save that vomit. It's great for a garbage stew. Um. Oh. <laughs> Why you gotta be nasty? <laughs> and uh, just try to. I'm assuming uh, this individual is not threatening, so it does not gain me advantage. Uh, Correct. Okay. He is unarmed and he is walking the flaming spiral. All right. I think 11 is a miss. And uh, you know what? I'm Gob is going to use a bonus action to disengage. Okay. Uh, and then move back over here. I'm like, ah, oh, they gotta watch out for that one. Are you still on the wall? Uh, I'm down with you guys now. All right. And we're well, they're trying to gloopy. stomp some uh, guy into the fire and probably not good. Is a skill check a bonus action? Depends on what you're doing. I'm just going to animal handle Gloob. I was going to say, go get him. Gloob <laughs> is going to take its action right after you. Okay. Uh, you can <laughs> use your action to try and handle it to see if you can direct it, or you can just let nature take its course. You guys like let let Gloob do his own thing. He'll figure out his 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 uh because we all have our own little battle style that we've uh you know like like just I stay away. He might bite. And then I move forward <laughs> five ten to this corner here, and I will cast. I'll cast a poison spray cantrip. So remember that the range on that is only ten feet. Oh, it is. Okay, so I'll move another five up. So that's five, okay. ten, fifteen, and then um, yeah, I'll poison spray the guy on the left. That that's the guy with the wand, right? The uh, uh, wand dude got killed. This is the guy oh, that's okay. been kicking the uh, commoner. Oh the, yeah, that's that's uh, rude. I'll say that. It's not nice. And then I'll poison spray him. Nobody's um, even hit him yet. You extend your hand towards a creature you can see within range and project a puff of noxious gas from your palm. You must succeed on a con saving throw. Right, he failed that save. Okay, so it's gonna be two D twelve. Get him. Nine. And 12, so 21. Nice. Yes. Very nice. Wow. Well done. All right, so that's poison blasts the guy in the face, and he's going to make a check and see. He manages to keep his balance, even though he's walking on literal magic green fire and getting melted by poison gas. Ooh. All right. Um, Can I move back? Uh, you can finish your move. Okay. Gloob um, sort of vibrates where it is, and then it surges forward. You got this, Gloob! And <laughs> I get a G. A crit. <gasps> oh, oh, yes! Gloob! Gloob! <laughs> All right, so the, 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 the enormous black ooze goes rolling forward as a roiling mass like the blob movie uh and as it gets closer to this creature the uh the thing steps backward 
holding out one hand in front of it. Um, uh, but Gloob don't care. And then Gloob launches forward with a bunch of pseudopods wrapping around the, the creature and then slams all of its bulk onto it, forcing him up against the wall. And then he collapses to the floor and you hear a sizzling sound of acid doing its work on flesh. Uh, the horrible, horrible smell of burning flesh from the acid uh, fills your nostrils as Gloob just swarms over this yes. thing devours its body oh my god i wipe one goo tear from my eye and i look at goob and i say i'm so proud of, of him Waldrick. he sees what what gloob is capable of and he gingerly goes all right nice gloob good gloob don't worry about Waldrick. me here to help you and Waldrick steps over here and he is going right. to um Beat the shit out of this, this guy. <laughs> right. He's, he's going to cast Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use my inspiration that I was given to make sure. Uh, and that is a 14 plus a 20 total. That'll hit. Excellent. The the creature seems like it, it can't maneuver. It's committed to walking along this flaming spiral, which makes it impossible for it to dodge out of the way of your Warhammer blow mm -hmm. coming in from the side. That is eight bludgeoning, seven okay. radiance, two okay. fire. Total of 18. And I will use my crusher feet and move him the hell off of that spiral. <laughs> oh, nice. Slam him backwards. So, leans in and slams his warhammer straight into this guy's side and the there's a sickening crunch as it smashes the bones of his hips and the the creature gets a horrified look on its face as it's knocked off of the flaming spiral and as it is knocked off the flames rise up and instantly devour its entire body oh don't that, don't step on the glory <laughs> <laughs> the the human tradesman who's on the glowy thing stops where he is, raises his hands, and then he looks over where the other two were disintegrated by it. He says, I don't think I can step off of this thing. Is it, oh, no. is that it pure? sucks. <laughs> so, um, Wuldrick is going to stop his, his swirling, um, aura of radiant hammers do you guys want me to like dispel that not something you can do yeah please comes slorching <laughs> black over here and then it flows back into the box and then there's a sort of a blorp and a few bones get spit <laughs> out of the chest then it reaches up with a pseudopod and closes the lid it's like that's me boy gloob <laughs> 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 or like some fucked up version of the Adams family. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll approach and um, I will cast, I will use my last fourth level spell slot to upcast Dispel Magic on the spiral. Okay. All right. Roll your d20. Okay. Uh, when you cast this spell using a spell slot fourth or higher, you automatically end effects... Oh, so I, I don't need to do that if 
if I want to make. You it's, don't need to I'm, roll if it's a, a fourth level spell or lower. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll do third level dispel, um, and then I'll just do the normal roll then. Okay. Uh, so it's gonna be ten. Make an ability check using your spell casting ability. Okay. That'll be plus seven. Okay. Natural twenty. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! Yay. Of all the times, amazing. Okay, so you call up your your abjuration magic, and with a powerful gesture of a warding sigil, you unleash a. Uh, a spell that's designed to unravel the magic of whatever this thing is and the flames gutter and die out um, the man on the flaming spiral lets out a sigh of relief and he comes rushing away from it oh thank the gods you've saved me they they kicked all of the others onto the spiral forced them to walk it anyone who stepped off of it was consumed in the flames but anyone who reached the end of the spiral disappeared like oh, well, like disappeared to the undemise of the abyss. I, I don't know. I have no way of knowing where it goes. You hear that groaning of stone again, and the floor shifts by about one degree. And then that deep voice emanating from the wall says, "They have come to my home." All right. Um, is this guy on the list? <laughs> this, uh, this would be one of the kidnappies. All right, one's better than none. We're going. Let's get out of here. <laughs> he just like grabs his shoulder. I agree. I agree. Says the man. Well, are you the Thank last you. one? Thank you. Saved me. Are you the only one left alive? All right. With uh, with nothing left to lose, race to follow your marks. Good thing that you left those on the walls. Back to the the entrance. As you are racing through the dungeon, the voice seems to call out to you uh, saying you can come to me I can give you great riches great power if only stay with me Taliban I have been awakened after a long slumber I have need of those whose interests coincide with my hope What right. are your interests? Lab, did you leave the voice inside your head on? <laughs> did you say your name was Caliban? Can we call you Cal for short? I am Caliban. I am eternal. For thousands of years, uncounted eons, I have wandered the expanse of all the known planes of existence and many places that are hidden and obscured. I have come here in search of those who can bring me allies. Uh, that's not me. <laughs> Wait, uh, what kind of powers are we talking here? <laughs> <laughs> Age long ago, I was made by fell spells and powerful magic, the likes of which your work seen. In my home, the world of Kaz, I am eternal. I am the wandering dungeon. 
I am the space between spaces. All secrets are held in my depths. Everything can be had for a price. Knowledge, power, tality. All right, this thing just said it was a dungeon, so I'm gonna take a hard pass. And he's, <laughs> Voltric starts going towards the exit. Okay. You know, I think you we can get all of those things on the outside of the dungeon too. <laughs> you sprint toward the maw, that breath following on your backs. Again, Ooh. you realize the dungeon itself is breathing. The entire floor shifting slightly underfoot as you're running as fast as you can. You race toward the maw, half expecting to see the thing closing in front of you, but it remains gaping open as a fixed aperture. You rush your way out of the dungeon, and it speaks behind you. I come to all worlds in time. I will be here waiting when you have great need, when only I can provide what you require, I will still be here. And with that, you rush your way out of the and down the mountainside, hoping to leave this madness behind you, and with any luck, never seeing its interior again. I think that is a fitting end for tonight's stream. You made it out, although it was a little close there uh, <laughs> at the end. You've you encountered some things that uh, don't appear in any D&D books. Liv and, might uh, go back if it'll get the crap out of her head, to be honest. Have you encountered, apparently, <laughs> a like, sentient mm. reality-hopping dungeon, so... <laughs> Who knows who's <laughs> going to see that again in the future? Amazing. Yay. That was awesome wild. job, everybody. Yay. I half expected um, to see Fawford in there. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us. Um, yes. And of course, since this is a, a one shot that takes place in the casters and cantrips world, who knows what elements of this might or might not appear again. Some of these characters could show up. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> you'll just have to see on the stream and, thank you again also for being mm -hmm. such wonderful players i had a great time and i hope that you all enjoyed this tiny slice of an infamous dungeon from gaming history thank you so much and i will say uh everyone's uh links are in the chat please go follow everyone who's on this stream here thank you all for being here especially our guests for hanging out with us this evening uh, a couple things that i will say if you are new here you can go check out our site at cashesandcantrips.com. That will take you to our Patreon, to our Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, everything. We post shorts. We post uh, podcasts. We have a weekly podcast about D&D news and other things. Um, and with that being said, uh, this is the first in a series of one shots. So next Friday uh, will be the one shot Hot Gnome Summer, which will be DM'd by me. <laughs> Uh, so you definitely don't want to miss that. And then the following week is going to be on March 10th is going to be the city of terror. So do not miss that either. Uh, and then a few weeks after that, our very own uh, moves like Jagger will be running his own one shot in our world. And uh, if you're looking for a new campaign and want to get in at the ground floor when it starts, our new campaign is going to be April 21st. So April 21st, we are starting back up with a brand new campaign, a brand new cast of characters, and it's going to be amazing. 
and I've been having a lot of fun coming up with all of the wonderful things that'll be going on in this uh, brand new adventure. So with that being said, thank you all so much. Thanks for watching. We appreciate the support, all of the, the follows and the subscriptions and just the nice words in chat. Um, even though we are fully immersed in super serious D&D uh, &D game mode, we, we do see that we do appreciate it. So thank you all so very much for our uh, making this first one shot wonderful, both to the audience and to the players. And uh, we will see you all in the next one. So see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, Have a good one. one. Thank you if for I had a hand, I'd be waving. <laughs> <laughs>